Welcome, everybody, to another Angry Wargamer podcast. I'm your host, Jason, the Angry Wargamer. And Drew and Lando are still here. They never left. <laughs> we live here now. You can't get rid of us. Someone help me get me out of here. So this is our first show in person for fucking years. Feels that way, shit. Yeah. It feels like a reunion, except the executives aren't fucking throwing shit at us. Yeah, we restarted the we restarted during the coronavirus, basically. Yeah, out of sheer boredom. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was still working, goddammit. But yeah, so um, this is our first in person, so if everything sounds nice, it's because I got everything set up. <laughs> everything's set, we all, we're all comfortable. You all can stay sexy and go fuck ourselves while we sit comfortable in our chairs. Yes. In my nice screened-in Florida room, as they so call it. And temperature-wise, it's actually pretty good in here. I'm kind of shocked. Yeah, it's not bad. If I would have left the door open, I just don't want the noise to go inside of the house. Yeah. If I would have left the door open, um, the air conditioning would blow in and it'd feel fucking even more phenomenal. So, but my fucking electric bill was insane last month. <laughs> so. Your house is a goddamn icebox. We've been here all hey. day and I'm like, I've, uh, my core body temperature dropped. Damn. Yeah, dude, I stepped outside for a second. Like when you guys left to go get food, I stepped outside to go get food because I just ordered from the taco place. And I was like, Ugh. <laughs> all, all that delicious humidity hits you like a fucking ton of bricks. It's actually kind of nice not to have my hoodie on. Because I usually have my hoodie on in my basement. Because, you know, you guys saw how cold it was down there. Yeah. <laughs> God forbid you decide to heat it up with all sorts of, you know, questionable chemicals and whatnot. That would, you know, intrigue the, uh, the curiosity of the police. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Um... Last I checked, the Freon freezes inside my air conditioner downstairs in the furnace. Damn. Well, that's because I have some slow, sort of slow leak, and I have to get it fixed like every year. But like when we turned it on this year, the whole inside was just a giant piece of ice, and I'm almost positive that's what's happening down there right now. Jesus. <laughs> Fucking hell, man. Might, so, as well, might as well store assorted meats down there now. I know. Well, and I put the chest freezer out here where it's warm. <laughs> Go figure. Well, at least <laughs> if the state has a meat shortage, we know where to fucking store the meats. Yep, Not I'll bring here. my stash over here, too. <laughs> yeah, I'm usually... I haven't gone grocery shopping in, like, fucking three weeks now. <laughs> Holy fuck! Yeah, I just go out to eat. <laughs> I'm a fucking terrible person. <laughs> yeah, I mean, with, with inflation and everything that's happening soon, I think I'd recommend you start uh, investing in some dry bulk goods just to have in the basement. I, in I case. mean, I have soups and stuff. I just don't have, like, full-blown fucking meals right now. Just so. having, having that stuff around, even a, even in like a small enough, a, a decent enough quantity where you can access it if necessary. Like you have an off day and you just don't feel like going, you know, balls deep on dinner, something to that effect. Like I went and like when I started hearing about inflation as a something, I just grabbed a big ass meat tube, threw it in the freezer in the basement, <laughs> um, a bag of uh, frozen chicken. I'm just like I'm not taking any fucking chances because. I jumped on the bandwagon with the whole COVID thing. Like, I was ahead of the game with a lot of people, and I managed to get a shit ton of dry bulk goods just in time for everyone to sweep in and clean out the fucking stores. Yeah, I actually missed out when that happened, and I couldn't even find a freezer until, shit, a couple months ago, I want to say. I've only had that thing for maybe three months. What floors me Four is months. you were able to actually find good podcasting equipment during covid when a lot of people were starting to buy a lot of that equipment just to kind of reach out i literally bought these mics right before lockdown happened because nice. remember we were we were still doing it we were starting because i ended up having covid at the time 
And I was like, I'm going to start buying stuff. And I bought these mics before they jumped to 150 bucks. And um, I got everything like basically dirt cheap. Like I paid regular price for almost everything. These core, like these 10 foot cables came with everything. So, and I just ordered these mic stands. Me, nice. and, La- me and Lando got the fancy ones. <laughs> I'm, dude, I'm loving the setup. I'm comfortable. I don't feel too restricted and I can shift things around. Yeah, hell, Orlando looks like he's fucking set. Fuck yeah, man. You even got a TV right by the fucking wall here in case if we want to look up something immediately, breaking news, whatever, oh, shit, pop I didn't even that think shit on and we're good to go. That's actually a smart TV, so we could get YouTube on it. So if anytime we wanted to be like, hey, remember that clip? We just kind of search for it. <laughs> well, or yeah. our phones, for that matter. Well, I think most, I think at least one of us has YouTube premium, so we don't even have to worry about ads. I got that shit covered. Fuck yeah, your ads. <laughs> We are not nice. sponsored. I know, right? One of the weirdest things of having ever having YouTube Premium as long as I have, when even when it was back as YouTube Red, um, was the uh, predetermined bumper locations in a video where the uh, the artist actually makes a space for the actual uh, ad bumps. So it's like it, it'll fade out like a commercial break and then fade right back in. It's like, hey, you fucking idiot! I'm unaffected <laughs> by your powers. Side note. You think YouTube changed their name from YouTube Red to YouTube Premium because they found out about the existence of RedTube? The fact that it took them that, <laughs> if it took them that fucking long, dude, then it's on them. So I'm pretty sure the moment they came out with it, there were at least 20 people minimum going, are you sure? You sure about that? You sure? All right. They're only asking. They're not trying to hint on anything. So what you're saying is that when I make the website, I shouldn't call it Angry Hub? <laughs> <laughs> You do whatever you got to well, do. Well, we already have path. Door Hub. We have. <laughs> <laughs> we used to have a kids' show called The Hub. <laughs> we did. We did. It's not so kid friendly anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! All right, we got we got stuff to get through tonight. Uh, controversy city. Where do you guys want to start? Um, How, do we want to start light and work into the gr- the gritty granola or what? Yeah, that's fine. I mean, if if you're tired of hearing of Act, about Activision Blizzard, then you're not going to be happy with us because we are going to talk about it. <laughs> and if it makes you feel better, we're tired of talking about Activision Blizzard. Yeah. We've I been swear to God, I think we were three episodes in and we started this fucking podcast we were in on Activision Blizzard. Disclaimer. Yeah. They are tired of it. I'm more than happy to discuss it. (laughs) Because I have such a hate boner for fucking Activision Blizzard. I am more than happy to talk shit about it as we go. Yeah, no, but we'll probably end on that one since that one is involving, what, another lawsuit? No, no, they weren't sued last time. They were just being shitty business practices. Well, technically it's the same thing. Yeah, it's still a shitty business practice. They're still getting... This time they're getting sued. But, um, all right. Well, why don't we start with... Fuck, what's light? (laughs) <laughs> um the the olympics no no i would say oh, okay. the uh the i Olympic. would say the ratchet and clank one would be the light one i was saying light is in light-hearted not going right into the fucking drama but he, yes, jesus it's light by comparison because there's really nothing really controversial about it it's just a goddamn movie Oh, yeah, fair enough. I mean, if you're going by... Okay, fair enough. If you're going by that, that's fine. So, go ahead. This was your dance. Okay, so, if anybody is even remotely excited by it, because, you know, Ratchet & Clank has been on the scene for the past couple of years, 
So I don't think anybody really cares all that much about it. <laughs> but they're making a brand new movie, and one of the characters, uh, apparently, I don't know if they're supposed to be friends or whatnot. I haven't kept up with the Ratchet and Clank series. Um, but this one particular character is supposed to be a female, and people are raging because they are angry at the fact that she, a female, just want to bring that up, a female is too feminine for the movie about a series of space animals that shoot. Based off of a video game. Based off of a video game. It's Based a video on game a video movie. game of <laughs> animals in space shooting. This is the second movie, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, the first one I heard was had- poorly received. I, I heard it was average, one. like mediocre, and I don't think, and that's fine. Because let's face it, Ratchet and Clank's not a great, it's not a top top niche series. I'm not expecting a, I'm not expecting a masterpiece performance or a masterpiece movie. But I wasn't expecting people to get angry at the fact that the female lead in this movie has hips that are too wide for these jackoffs. To be satisfied with. <laughs> this is what this is why we've strayed too far from God's light. Oh Jesus! <laughs> because because we've allowed ourselves to take anthropomorphized creatures and sexualize them to the point where we literally are concerned with the how far something's childbearing hips are when you could barely be fucking bothered to actually delve into its anatomy beyond the Rule Thirty Four bullshit that people put out. Who the fuck? Even cares. It shouldn't. How Nobody bo- should care jack jack shit about a fictional character's hip size. But you can't. But look what they did to Lola Bunny. <laughs> oh my God, he's gonna go to fucking Lola Bunny. <laughs> no one gives a flying fuck about Lola Bunny. Uh, no, nobody Dude, actually Lola cares. Lola Bunny is half the reason why the furry population <laughs> exists. If Flash gets us to be believed. Oh Jesus. <sighs> Oh, great. Now furries are going to hate us. Look what you did. I don't fucking care. <laughs> well, I hate all, pe- all people and all creeds and all races and all species equally. Exactly. <laughs> In the words of Arlene Ermey from Full Metal Jacket, here you are all equally worthless, and we take that philosophy to heart. Well, you, know, you know what did it? I, I bet you what did it was the the balls that people had during Sonic when they had to get the eyes changed on Sonic. So now think people think they're entitled to make the changes. <laughs> yeah, the moment they get a little <laughs> taste the, of that power. Okay, the reason, though, that Sonic the Hedgehog was an exception and not necessarily for rule oh, was, was because they actually he, he actually did look terrible. Yeah. It was the worst <laughs> you could possibly imagine, and they wanted the integrity of the character to be preserved, not because they think that it's too sexualized. I would have preferred Jim Carrey in a fat suit. <laughs> Give it time. I mean, this is supposed to be kind of an origin situation. So oh, he went yeah. from, you know, a, a sophisticated, you know, techno wizard into this weird, you know, twisted looking maniacal freak maniacal obsessed freak. with animals and robots. You know, it took me being stuck on vacation with my wife to watch that movie. And I didn't think it was that terrible. No, nobody. <laughs> nobody thought it was terrible. It was perfectly we- reasonable. It's just that people really wanted Sonic the Hedgehog's character to, you know, actually look like Sonic the fucking Hedgehog. I mean, yeah, I mean, he did. Creative <laughs> liberties were aside, because every every uh, 
every group adds their own flavor to these kind of things. But adding is not the same as fucking mutilation, and exactly. that's what ended up happening. Difference between creative liberties and botching up a project. Yeah. And that's exactly what they did. And now we're looking at something like Ratchet and Clank, where they think that just because a someone's hips are a few nanometers too wide is now the direct uh is now worthy of um anger and piss and vinegar look i didn't hear anybody complaining about zootopia oh my god why'd you have to bring up another fucking furry fat fest that fell screaming into deviant art and turned into God fucking knows what. The only scene I remember from Zootopia <laughs> is that one scene where uh, they go and interrogate the elephant and everybody is fucking naked. Why? I don't remember that. I don't think you were watching the same movie as everyone else. <laughs> Yo. Have, uh, Orlando, is there something you want to tell us? Did you end up somewhere you didn't want to be? I think at this point, I think you might be onto something. <laughs> no. he, was there a hand down your pants and he it went wasn't to the yours? Old. No, I swear to God, nothing like that. I thought I was watching Zootopia. Oh, no. I don't think you were, friend. It was only a clip. I think I now understand what was so weird. He, he was on that old YouTube red. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> All right. Uh, so Ratchet and Clank, do we know when it's going to come out? No. No, I didn't care because... <laughs> I'm as underwhelmed about it as everyone else is. That's the... and, and that's fine. Look, if you're a Ratchet and Clank fan... Hey, by all means, go see it. From what I've seen, the visuals at least look faithful. They look pretty good. I'm not going to argue with it. So at least there might be some potential for it to be good. I wonder if all I'm saying crossover. is just don't fucking... I am... Uh, I wonder if there's crossover between the Ratchet and Clank fans and the Jack and Daxter fans. There has to be, right? They were both made by the same developer, so I couldn't see... Oh, no, no, no. The, Ratchet and Clank was by Insomniac and... Jack and Daxter was by, uh, fuck. Well, it wasn't Ubisoft, was it? Or was it Eidos? No. Uh, it was the makers of uh, the Uncharted series. Naughty Dog. Naughty Dog, okay. There has to be crossover, because that's a genre. That's a platforming genre. Yeah, both are platforming genres, yeah. for the most part. For the most part. <laughs> Jack and Daxter went all over the fucking place after Jack 3. Oh no shit! That was the intent. Like you can buy, you can buy the. Uh, um, they have like the compilation on the Vita. I'm pretty sure that thing's still. It's on the PS3 as well. Yeah. I currently own all three on the original on the original PS2. Nice. Treasure them. Every time, or burn them. Every time I do. try to find the date, it just gives me the game release date, which released in June. It doesn't matter. None of that really matters. Check on Google if you want to know any further information about the movie, if you have any interest in seeing it. If you do, feel free to comment. go on our comment section and tell us how you felt about it. We will probably look at it and be entertained by your response, in one way or another. Yeah, no, it's not giving me a date. In fact, it's not even telling me about the movie, it's just telling me about the first movie and all the Ratchet & Clank games. I can't find anything on it. No, I mean, we're going back to what we normally do, um... How's everyone's week in general? Because we didn't do that usual startup like we usually do. I mean, I, I, you had a pretty rough week, Jay. 
Yeah, no, fuck that. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Jay, Jay's, off the, Jay's off the clock on that one. Um, my week was okay. Um, I finally got to reorganizing my basement. I finally have my own workspace now. I brought my computer downstairs. I have my uh, um, relatively decent quality uh, gaming headphones with the microphone in them. So when we start doing, when we go back to Skype stuff, I should be able to use that while we do that with a decent amount of clarity. So I'll actually be able to move and I won't be stuck in one location like I usually am with my phone. Um, as far as cards are concerned, uh, I did some commander stuff over at a new LGS around by us. Um, come to find out that my group tends is starting to veer more towards modern than commander. I have no interest in modern. Modern is f- too fucking angry, aggravating to me. Modern is one of those things where my buddy said, I'm going to make a deck specifically for you so that you can play with us. I'm like, two things. One, you're going to have to pay my way in because I'm not throwing $5 on a, in on a, an internal format that I don't give a fuck about. One at minimum and at maximum makes me want to fucking hurt people. I don't mind quick games. That's not my problem. I mind games where I don't feel like I'm in control of a situation at all. I want to enjoy myself. I want to cast spells. I don't want to sit back and watch a combo go off. I don't want to, you know, I I don't want to sit there and constantly be locked down like I'm literally in a little COVID, my own little COVID simulator. So anytime somebody does something that's vindictive in those the, those formats, because modern is monstrous when it comes to interaction and that kind of stuff. I don't mind interaction to a point. Maybe this is just my playstyle. Maybe I'm just too fucking old. It could be a combination of all of those things. I could just hate people, which I do. So it all it all feeds into it. Mm-hmm. But like by the end of a modern game, I just want to throat punch somebody. And I don't think that's conducive to a very healthy environment. So I can't be... Those two things cannot be together, even though my friends have given me the blessing to throat punch people. I don't think they understand. <laughs> Making somebody eat their Adam's apple because I'm just not feeling like being a team player is just not something I want to do to other people. And if they want to back away from Commander, I'll, I can now do Spell Table. I have my own webcam and stuff. I'll just play Commander elsewhere, and then they won't have to worry about it. Everybody I remember, wins. I remember the last time I played freaking... Uh, Modern. I took a standard deck to a modern tournament, oh, and I. <laughs> this is back in Innistrad, the first Innistrad, and I just remember watching someone use a dredge deck, and it was like turn two, and I'm like, okay, well, I'm just gonna grab my shit and go. Like, <laughs> I was like, I just paid to enter to just sit here and watch somebody else play. Hopefully, was, at least you, okay. you at least got a participation pack for your troubles. No. What no, the fuck? They didn't do that. What well, the, the store fuck? I was playing at was about to close. Apparently, well, they ended up closing like three months later. Uh, not three months later, probably closer to six months later, but they had some issues and uh, ended up closing, and they're no longer there. Oh, but yeah. that was another Shit. one. That, that was another one that got into a fight with the fucking goat. So, but it yeah. wasn't goat related. The reason they closed. So, no, not everything can die horribly because of a larger franchise. No, fuck the gaming goat. Anyway, um, I also want to say IKEA's customer service fucking sucks, and that's all I got to say about my week. <laughs> How about you, Lando? What you got for us? Nothing. I worked five in the morning, five four in the morning till three thirty in the afternoon. Exhausted. Lost track of time because I'm barely getting any fucking sleep. <laughs> it doesn't work for you because you don't get good sleep in general. So combine that with a work week where you just kind of blink, and it's Friday. I can't imagine you have had much good sleep at all. So. You might want to figure that one out before you, you know, crumble in on yourself. 
Yeah. And we have to replace you with another token Mexican? Uh, <laughs> see, the problem is that you don't even have a token Mexican. I know. I have a Honduran, which is like bargain <laughs> shelf Mexican, which is kind of sad. He's not even Christ. He's not even wrong though. <laughs> Our currency is even fucking worse than Mexico's. Like if I don't uh, get Ecuadorian or better, I'm not happy. <laughs> uh, Jesus. No. Everyone should take care of themselves and get sleep, and those that don't, just invest in caffeine heavily. That's what we say. Because we're not good people, and we're not going to give you good advice. If there's anything me. that I can be happy about, at least I'm funnier than fucking Carlos Mencia. That's not hard to do. <laughs> you don't steal jokes. Oh, God. <laughs> we just had to go there, didn't we? <laughs> uh. Dude, we've already buried this fucking lead. But the, we're sitting in a pile of cesspool. We might as well just kind of swim in it and wade in it happily, like... Depressed fucking toxic manatees. The best part of it is that we all get to do it together in person. Yay! <laughs> nice. Everybody get in the fucking pool. It's perfectly fine. Get in the pool. All the four-year-olds have already pissed in it already anyways. <laughs> oh my god. Just like South Park. Anyway, speaking of pissing in the pool. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I'm ready. I'm no. ready, coach. Throw me in. <laughs> No, we're doing the lighthearted stuff, remember? Oh, yeah, fair enough. This is the um, lighthearted shit. Yeah, right? <laughs> hey, I'm so, just happy to be able to BS not... with people in real life when I don't have to sit there and, you know, pause, wait for shit to load effectively, make sure everyone else can talk, make sure we don't laugh and it sounds like an amalgamated fucking, you know, Lovecraftian monster. <laughs> yeah, now you get to hear all of our glory. Yes. <laughs> talking over each other. Yes, we are human. <laughs> we are absolutely non-mechanical. We have feelings, too. <laughs> I could change that. I'll just turn the compression up. It fixes <laughs> so what you're saying is we don't need to replace you with, with another token. We just need to replace you with AI. Fair enough. <laughs> oh, God. Who is just... Somebody just brought up something about like Facebook's AI, how they created two AI and then they created its own conversation and they had to shut the whole project down because the AI were talking to each other and they didn't, they created a language so nobody else could understand what they were talking about. Yep. I heard about that. That was hysterical. Yeah. It's anyway. like you, you, you just don't get it, do you? You're playing, you're playing digital God and you don't think that what you're doing has repercussions. That's wait, what, remember that? Wait, 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 hold on. Is that the reason why God can't listen to us? We all created our own languages, and he okay. don't understand shit. <laughs> well, that's on him. If he, if he would have let us just make the Tower of Babel, we wouldn't have this problem now, would we? Shit, we got we got fucking we'd be the richest knocking on his door asking about his car's extended warranty, and everyone would be fine. <laughs> we got fucking billionaires riding dildos into space now. Like, come on. You know how many people want his <laughs> want that fucker to crash? Yeah. Or, or end up fucking I lost just, in space. I, I just didn't think about it. He but didn't like, crash. He landed and he said, hey, thanks everybody. And you paid for it to happen. Yeah, which the top seller on Amazon has got to be fucking dildos. I'm almost positive it's dildos. No. Like, it's it's OnlyFans. I, mean, I mean, with the amount with the amount of, you know. OnlyFans does not pay Amazon. I don't know what you're talking about. We don't know about. what... We I'm don't, talking about dildos bought I'm, off of Amazon. I I don't I think can, you... Un, I think you're underestimating the ability of Jeff Bezos. <laughs> I was going to say I don't think you underestimate the, the, the amount of rubber that's being used in OnlyFans. That was my fucking direction. Because I can't imagine that those people don't have at least like a fucking collection and a half of fucking, st of fucking uh, battery-operated boyfriends that they can, you know, shove in various orifices for fun and profit. And now we're just dead silent out of nowhere. Fair enough. All right. Like, I guess I I'm trying keep... to figure this out. Dude, fucking Reachers. Reachers are a number one best. No, they're not number one. They just have everything. You're, you're looking up the fuck. Oh, God damn you. 
He's actively yes. looking up what the number one seller on Amazon is. Really though, that I'll tell, I'll show you who's fucking reaching. <laughs> I mean, clearly they don't make a dildo that big enough. <laughs> For who exactly are we talking about here? The one that's searching. <laughs> I don't. Uh, fair enough. I don't, we're not this that that goes down a conversation path that I'm not particularly comfortable with continuing at the current. <laughs> Give us till the end of the podcast. Maybe I'll have a different point of view after everything else that we all the fucking sludge we get to shoot out at people in a super so, super soaker canister. Of course, no one has the number one best selling product. They have best sellers, like the sellers that sell on Amazon. Well, why don't you look them up and see what they sell? At least you might get a general idea what they're selling. No, because it's all going to come back like fucking PG shit. Wouldn't that kind of defeat the defeat your point? Yes, exactly. That's <laughs> what I want to know what the exact out of all the products they sell. I want to know what it is. God damn it, Jason. For, okay, top selling products on Amazon, no strategy. Currently, it's looking like personal care items. Do dildos count as personal care items? Yes. <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> but they don't, they're not going to list them here. They're going to tell you shit like face masks, nail polish, hair care products, fitness items, exercise bands. I'm sure dildos also count as exercise equipment. None of these none of, none of these sites are gonna fucking tell me the real answer, and I'm telling you it's dildos. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna write to Amazon, and get a representative. Tell me what your exact top selling mo like product is. You know tonight's episode should be called controversies and dildos at this point. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dungeons and dildos. Oh god, well, I mean it fits. <laughs> With enough lube, anything fits. Oh Jesus! There we are. That's the energy we need. Anyway, I mean, if we're gonna call it that, I'm gonna have to actually talk about for the Adventures in Forgotten Realms for all of two seconds, just to make sure you. No, no, the D and D controversy will cover both of those. Oh fuck it then. <laughs> uh, Why well, talk about something that's barely fucking blipping on anybody's radar? Anyways, the fucking set just—I've never—I've never seen a non-starter before. But looking at the prices there, and there's literally not a card in there in Mythic or or otherwise that's above twenty dollars yet. Yeah, there's like two cards that anyone's ever talking about like right now. Everything else is just fodder right now. Yeah, and and I'm like when I once I start my arduous journey of collecting all the legendaries for that set, which it's a lot going to be a lot bigger this time around. I don't even think I'm going to break a hundred dollars for everything if I if I play my cards effectively. No, not even a little bit. No. I would even wait like a couple more weeks, even if like one thing spikes, the rest is gonna tank. Well, the common, the the uncommon uh, and rare legendary cards that are on there, there's nothing above a buck. There's like two <laughs> cards in rare that are a dollar right now, and I'm like, sure, I'll eat, I'll eat the loss on those when they inevitably drop because they're never fucking used in the set. Whatever, it's still gonna be less than twenty for everything, and it's all gonna go in a binder. It's not like I'm gonna use this shit. I, I mean, like I said, I'm trying to convince my playgroup to stick with some kind of EDH. So, like, I'm working on trying to get them to try Popper EDH, which is a little bit more open-ended because they're my group plays Popper, so I can actually con them into doing that, and that's my objective. You mean you got Brawl Pioneer? I'm working on a Brawl Cube, actually. I'm working on a Popper Brawl Cube because I have a shit ton of uncommon legendaries that have come out over the past, like, two or three years. And I've consolidated them into a box, and I kind of filtered and picked through my collection to build up uh, a, a nice 
sizable amount. Everyone just builds 60 card decks. Uh, you'll have uh, one pack that's got uh, four command or four or five commanders in it, and then you pick two, one or two commanders if they have partner, of course, and then you build a deck around it, and then that'll be the second cube I have. And then, as far as I'm concerned, after that, I'm fucking done. I'm gonna have to buy a shit ton of sleeves because all all cubes need sleeves. Yes. So, yes. but yeah. Anyway, moving on to our second topic, since we covered Ratchet and Clank, and we've kind Ratchet of... Ratchet and pull your crank, ha! Huh! <laughs> I mean, we're already talking about dildos, why not? Jesus. <laughs> anyway, so, um, what the fuck is today's date? <laughs> Today I, didn't, I didn't even say it last the 24th. time. 24th. Yeah, the 24th. Um, so, the Olympics, if you're not paying attention to them, uh, are going on right now. If you don't know they're not going on right now, you live under a massive rock with a bunch of shit that's going on. Sure. So um, I like that rock. It's comfortable. Like rock. Yeah. Climate controlled too. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's full Free of, of slime, change. grease, and <laughs> ignorance. Mm. Yeah. So the Olympic uh, ceremony was full of music, full of video game music, at the be- um, for the opening ceremonies. So the 2020 Tokyo Olympics kicked off Friday officially. Okay, this article is from Polygon, by the way. Uh, with the Olympic opening ceremony, the ceremonies began with song and dance and a tribute to, da- to Japanese carpentry, followed by a traditional parade of nations. This year's par- parade of Olympians uh, may have sounded familiar. It was all video game music, starting with Dragon Quest iconic theme. Athletes from Greece walked through the eerily empty stadium so to Dragon Quest Overture Roto's theme, followed immediately by Final Fantasy's Victory Fanfare. Square Enix role-playing games uh, were well represented at the Olympics opening ceremony with selections from the SA or from Saga, Chrono, Kingdom Hearts, and Near series. Even Gradius and Soul Calibur made an appearance. Suspiciously absent, however, was anything related to Nintendo or Pokemon. <laughs> but at least Sonic the Hedgehog, uh, the Sonic the Hedgehog music was there, and the full video game or full list of um, songs was Dragon Quest's Roto's theme, Final Fantasy Victory Fanfare, Tale of Series, Sori's theme, The Shepherd, the Monster Hunter series, Proof of a Hero, Kingdom Hearts Olympus Coliseum, Chrono Trigger Frog's theme, Ace Combat First Flight, uh, the Tales series, Royal Capital Majestic Grandeur, Monster Hunter Wind of Departure, Chrono Trigger Robo's theme, Sonic the Hedgehog Starlight Zone, Pro Evolution Soccer eFootball Walk-On theme. <laughs> Please tell me that was not for the fucking soccer players. <laughs> uh, if it was, it was. Final Fantasy's main theme, Fantasy Star Universe Guardians, Kingdom Hearts Hero Fanfare, Gradius 01 Act 1, Near, uh, Song of the Ancients, Saga Series, The Minstrel's R- Refrain, and Soul Calibur, The Brave New Stage of History. Nice. Yeah, that is pretty good. Yeah. See, that's what they should have played first. But I wanted to also say, now I see where the controversies come from. Yes, this thing has a controversy. What? Oh, God damn it. Yeah. I just, I just found out about it. Apparently, people are pissed off that they played the Dragon Quest theme. Why? Why? Because the composer was someone that was linked with Japan and Manchuria during World War II. Oh, my God. 
It's fucking Kira video Toriyama? <laughs> no, that's the art. That's oh, okay. The com the composer of the song. Oh, oh. Whatever. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> really stretching for these fucking. Oh. Right. So, fucking hell, we can't even enjoy a damn song! Dude, they don't even no. want us to enjoy the Olympics because people are too afraid of the fucking Delta variant. They want the Olympics don't. to be shut down. I'm like, they already did the opening ceremony. They're not stopping now. No, don't, they're just... Uh, shut there's, down um, the Olympics then, because fuck, its origins is based on fucking Greece and, and naked men running around and shit. Well, it's in, I mean, it, it was entirely patriarchal. They want to fucking argue with that nonsense. I mean, if that's the it, that's not the angle they're going for. Though. I know, but if they're that's going they're purely going... for if because of the, the the pandemic, which is again, all they're doing is taking athletes that are testing positive out. That's all they're doing. Yeah, that's all you can do. That's all they've been doing. Well, isn't it? Well, wasn't that one uh, athlete the one exception who was um, who tested positive for marijuana? No, no, she got banned. Well, they, I mean, isn't that isn't that? I don't, there's something going on with step ahead. There's something going on with marijuana at the Olympics because they said marijuana is taking center stage at the Olympics after they banned the runner from the U.S. About I don't know what the f I don't even care. I just don't. I'm, the only reason we're talking about I the mean, Olympics is because of video game music. For a while now, it's been <laughs> it, for a while now being tested positive for marijuana would get you disqualified from participating yeah. in the Olympics anyway. They, they took away the medal from that one Canadian snowboarder that one year. I think it was like oh one. He tested positive. Robin Williams did a whole fucking like special <laughs> or like a whole skit about it, about putting a, it's not a performance enhancing drug unless you put a giant candy bar at the bottom of the hill. Like <laughs> that's fucking funny. That's fucking. That's an funny. old Robin Williams skit. God damn, I missed that. <laughs> people are actually trying to claim that joke for their own. Speaking of jokes, uh, for all the people that say Nintendo doesn't have anything to do with these these Olympics after they did the Sonic and Mario Olympics game, they did. All of the beds are made of failed Labo kits. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> Fucking... All the, all the cardboard beds that everybody's talking about. That's amazing. Don't steal my joke, goddammit. That's mine, and it was better in my head. <laughs> hey, they can't, they can't all land, and I mean, if you, if you create enough of them, maybe we'll actually have those floating cities they have in... Uh... <laughs> And fucking Bioshock. Keep look, going. If the, look, if the rise of, 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 of notorious, infamous Honduran figures is to anything to speak for, I'll probably steal that joke within the next couple hours. Fantastic. <laughs> God damn it. Closer to the mic, my friend. You're still there, but you're not there. Anyway. <sighs> make sweet love to that microphone. Mm. You don't have to make sweet love. Just be in front of it. Because if you go like this, it's going to sound like far away. Maybe I do want to be far away. Not joking. Well, I mean, if you're gonna pick, out. if you're gonna pick up the bass, like if you plan on getting louder, at least that makes sense. Yeah, stuff like that. But whatever. All right, so we're okay. we're still learning our, our in person. Why did you setup, sound like the it. parents from the Peanuts movies? <laughs> no, he sounded like fucking what's his name from um, Chowder. Oh, rada 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 rada. God, I missed that cartoon. That show was the shit. I know, right? Uh, so, but yeah, like, people people are gonna find a way to shit on this all day, and I don't care. It's the Olympics. Who yeah. who the fuck out of a, out of the three of us actively has watched the Olympics? Re well, I can't say recently. In in the I past mean, times, I have I given a shit about the Olympics since Kurt Angle won the fucking thing, the wrestling event with a broken neck, I, and I, I watch, didn't even know about him back then. <laughs> yeah, I watch a random event like here and there, like when the gymnastics is on, like. 
the men's pommel horse is fucking interesting to me. The women's floor routine. And then, like, um, I'll catch, like, a swimming thing, like, here and there. But I, I won't actively watch every fucking event. Like, that's not happening. I, like, Usain Bolt, when he broke all those records, I didn't watch a single race he was in. Like, none. <laughs> I watched the a couple of the events that uh, that one uh, um, swimmer, uh, Phelps. Phelps. Michael Phelps. Michael Phelps. Yeah. I watched a couple of his stuff when that happened. Like it, like anybody who, if you talk to anybody, they're gonna say I I watched an event sometime. Mm-hmm. If you look at the whole of the Olympics, I don't think there's a single fucking person who's ever, like, within our generation. I can't speak for everyone else, but I, has gone out of their way to watch the entirety of the Olympics. First of all, that yeah. sounds like a headache because there's a lot. There's a lot. And when you maybe break when down I'm, what the Olympics has, I do have one question. What What is the literal fucking point? Of the Olympics? Um, yeah. uh, it's to show off your athletes. It's national pride. It's national pride and... Um, For what? I don't... <laughs> if you're going to try and get philosophical... I'm not trying to be philosophical. It's just the, I would understand if you partake in the sports yourself and you're exercising and you're just trying to show that you're like one of the... You're you the know, best in the world. The best in the world. But that would be only on behalf of that one person. Because I've seen people who get like... You know, they get ridiculously uh, proud and overconfident when it's when it's their accomplishments and not their own. What do you mean? Like when Michael Phelps won the Olympics on swimming, there were people that were proud and felt that they had accomplished the same feats he had. Oh, it's just that it's that nationalist bullshit. That like you know the it's always it's always like the top three the same three countries like well mostly two countries, but it's usually the U.S. and China with the most medals at any given time like every year, and that's like that's what some people care about because they're like yeah America's the best because we've got the best athletes when it's really half of the events are personal accomplishments you only have like a handful of events that are team sports basketball uh, apparently softball's there soccer I don't even know if soccer's there because yeah. they just had their Oh no, soccer is there. Um, what else? It's a world event. Basketball. Yep. Yeah. So there, that one's like, a, that one's a bit weirder for me. Yeah, it's a, it's a handful of team events, but most of them are personal accomplishments, and most of those ones are like, like Michael Phelps won like what five gold medals at one time. Um, what's her name? No, the, I think it was more than that. I think it was seven gold medals. Whatever it was, he set some sort of record. That's why. But it was like, different. It was different swimming events. And then, um, what was her name? Um, Simone Biles, is that her name? She's, she's a gymna- gymnast, and she won, a couple, like, I think, three or four medals last time around. Um, I don't fucking... I, don't, I can't tell you every fucking athlete's name. It's just not possible. That's fine. It's I just don't the, know the anybody. One, the, one, the one who wins, like, the most are usually the ones that get showcased. And that's fair. I'm sure all the companies out there are looking to sponsor them so that people will feel better about themselves when consuming their products. Yeah. Exactly. Like Speedo Speedo with Michael Phelps. Like, if you're swimming, you're probably already wearing a Speedo. (laughs) (laughs) What other other companies that make swim gear? Like, I'm sure. Well, well, now you'll feel better knowing that Michael Phelps' face is now on your balls. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. Safe and secure, cradled, ne- cradled lovingly by his face. As long as, as long as he doesn't, as long as it doesn't look like he's sucking on my balls when he's hitting that bong, <laughs> then we're okay. Well, that would wouldn't that mean that it would be a photo of the back of his head? 
that's even worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, even if you put it on the front or the back of the Speedo, it's still worse. It's still bad. <laughs> We're really delving into some weird fucking retail shit. I don't think we need to be delving into. But it's here either we are. sucking ass or licking balls. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> that should be the name of the episode. <laughs> I mean, you could also name it Spitters or Quitters. I don't know. <laughs> There's a bunch of different directions we can go with this, and we have still so much left to talk about. <laughs> this is where the creativity becomes a lightning storm at this point. No, to get back to your question from before, I honestly give it give it another generation. Maybe it'll be like maybe it'll be like uh, personal duels back in during the revolutionary times. Maybe it'll fall away to the younger generation who thinks it's pointless. Look, if it gets to that point, I'm hoping we finally reintroduce gladiator duels to this fucking mix. <laughs> I mean, given enough given enough uh, inflation and uh, product shortages, that might just happen on its face. We, we might all be running Fury Road for all we know. We who are about to die salute think, you, oh, Super Lord Walmart. I think the only time the Olympics have not happened in the last, like, hundred years was during World War II. Yeah, I believe it was after the 39 Olympics. Oh, no, wait, no, 30... Was it 36? Yeah, 36 Olympics. Yeah, whatever it was. They it was, stopped 39, they stopped in 42, and they stopped in 45. Because they were supposed to be in Germany. Yeah, one of those years. No, no, thirty six was in was in Germany, but because World War Two started, they decided not to do so because the war effort was more important. Ah, uh, gotcha, gotcha. Whatever. Wild <laughs> shit. Wild shit. Yeah. So this is why we have Orlando here, also because he's our history buff, and we he can he can handle that shit like fucking lightning. Got down to a science, you do. I only pick out the major points and hope somebody fills in the rest for me. I'm just a fucking potato and I just roll around. <laughs> That's all I say. Rolling Fantastic. around at the burn of crap. Alright, what's next? Uh, what more do we want? What more there? raw sewage do you want to dump on ourselves? It's just refreshing. Refreshing amounts of green. Uh, let's we can do... You guys can do He-Man. And then I'll he do games. Yeah, because you and I kind of have a better stake on this because we actually kind of delved hard into this and he can throw in when he wants. Fair enough. Ladies yeah. and gentlemen, I know you all hate this shit. I'm sure you've heard it all over the fucking place, but guess what? Now we get to throw our feces into the mix. Yeah! <laughs> so, Kevin Smith decided, ladies and gentlemen, to reboot He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. Ain't that fucking wonderful? <laughs> well, most of us didn't think so, or at least we feared that it was going to be a shit show. Uh, one particular channel, Clownfish TV, respect to those guys, um, they, this, they were able to predict what exactly was going to happen for the show, and the series' main writer, Kevin Smith, decided to, uh, throw his hat into the fucking mix. Basically shooting down everything that they were saying... Basically calling them liars. And told them that the show was going to be entirely focused on He-Man. Only to jump the fucking script because when the show was released, absolutely every single point that Clownfish had predicted and feared would happen, by the way, they didn't want it to happen. But it came to pass. That's because they had insider... Info. 
Either way, they still didn't want it. They hoped that it wouldn't happen. They didn't want it to happen. They were gonna, they were hoping that Kevin Smith was giving them in good faith confirmation that this shit wasn't happening. And everything that happened in the show was exactly what they said would, would happen. Now, for some background on things, this wasn't a raw prediction on Clownfish TV's part. They had gotten information from a source within the project itself. Uh, the, the, pro- the, the, the person had actually offered them uh, bits of the script to be able to confirm what they were talking about. And they weren't going purely based on just pure speculation. They had bullets in their gun when they actually took to the field of combat. And the fact that Smith actually, you know, fired back on this, to me, it, it could be one of two things when he on his initial, and even they had said it, either he's saving face because he's contractually obligated to do so, which is perfectly acceptable, or he knows that what they're talking about is absolutely correct, and he doesn't want it to get out before people actually have eyeballs on the project. Because, like, as an, as an outside observer, I've seen, especially on my social media, that it's pretty down the middle as far as people's opinion on the actual series so far. Some people like it, some people don't, and, like, it seems pretty even across the board. Obviously, there's going to be detractors, and they they'll probably be the most vocal. But like, if I, if I were creating a project, that pure this is purely from a neutral standpoint. If I was creating a project, I want it to be as fresh in the viewer's mind as humanly possible when they go in and watch it. I want, you know, pure as pure visualization as humanly possible because if it's tainted in any way before they watch it, they're going to hate it or they're going to really, really like it based on their own proclivities. It's difficult to do because hype builds and you have, and, and every boat has leaks apparently, and that seems to be the case with his crew. Somebody decided that, that what was going on was something that needed to be brought to the attention of somebody Clownfish happened to be the uh, arbiter of this information, and it passed on. Now, that's my... This is my purely innocent, this is probably what I would do scenario. As far as Smith is concerned, his track record is not even remotely fucking good in those sort of situations. I don't think he's, that was his intent at all. I think he just got caught with his pants down and, w- and, and was lashing out at, at uh, Neon Geeky Sparkle for their observations on what put, was potentially to happen and ended up inevitably happening anyways. So what does that say about him? Yeah. Um, you guys sent me that thing on Twitter earlier um, where he like started to backpedal and he was like, well, I was just trying to obfuscate from what was really happening. Like I didn't want people to actually like take what he was saying and be disappointed. And then apparently people were still caught off guard and people let us know on Twitter. And I was like, that doesn't make sense to me <laughs> only because it's like, so you knew the information was right, but then you try to throw clownfish under the bus and then you're now you're backpedaling saying, Oh no, 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 that's not what I meant. I was just trying to deflect from what, what was actually right, but failed at covering it up. Like, it doesn't make any sense to me. He literally did not need to respond at all. Could have just no. left it alone because the best way to dealt to have dealt with it was to simply leave it alone. 
unless somebody forced his hand. Somebody, a higher up, might have told him that he needs to address it, or his PR company or his agent told him that he had to say something. Well, when his PR compel- sucks. <laughs> no, yes. I agree. His P- If that was the case, they were fucking idiots on forcing his hand. Oh, no, I agree. Yeah, I think if, if, you're, if you have a gun to your head about something like that, and you look into this situation, anybody who takes a cursory glance at what's happening on the internet, why would you even dip your toe in that? Let alone it, no. go full body into it like he did. I would be. I wouldn't have said a fucking thing. I'd be like, or at the most, here's what I say: watch it and judge it for yourselves, and just leave it that. Don't point fingers. Don't throw anybody under the bus. Don't find a scapegoat or a red herring. Let it play out, and then you can come out and start saying things about it because you're probably inevitably going to start doing interviews with different media groups and shit. And that's when you can maybe put, you know, start putting in your two cents on that. He didn't do it right. He let, it, again, it, we're speculating here because we don't know if he did this on his own, of his own volition, or if he was compelled to do so by a, a company. If, it, if it's the former, if it's the latter, he should have shut the fuck up. If it's the former, he still should have shut the fuck up. He should have he should have put, taken his fucking fucking pride, swallowed it, and let everything play out, and then deal with the aftermath of whatever ends up happening instead of going and fucking running his mouth. You know, your your particular advice on how they could have played it out just a little better. I just reminded me of how Scott Cawthon dealt with his situation back when. Five Nights at Freddy's was relatively new. Remember, people were always constantly making theories about his characters, his stories, and his lore. And instead of just simply flat out telling people that they were wrong or that they were um, that that they were essentially making up bullshit as they went along, he played it to his advantage. Mm-hmm. He instead, uh let them play with their imaginations and allowed their allowed their interest on FNAF to grow. He took complete advantage of it, allowed them to help him build the hype and made it into a juggernaut of a franchise that it is today. Kevin Smith could have played a similar role in building up the hype of Masters of the Universe just the same. Maybe not into a lesser, maybe not to quite the same extent, but he could have took an advantage as, hey, these guys are pretty good at predicting. I wouldn't say that's exactly how it would have gone, but why don't you go ahead and stay tuned and see for yourself what happens. I think you might like it. Instead, he decided to take a channel that most people are in, are in conflict about, threw them under the bus just so that he could keep, save face. That's a dick he, move, no matter who has the gun on your head about. He, he definitely tried to pull the whole uh, Jay and Son Bob strike back thing where they go to people's doors and knock on their doors to get the, <laughs> the reviews changed. Yep. Remember, <laughs> remember Jay and Son Bob start pulling people out of the fucking houses and beating Which them is up? funny because that's something similar that's going on with Rotten Tomatoes right now. Shocker, they're, they're making sure that nobody has access to the audience score review. So now you can't so now regular people can't go in, can't make can't review the video, can't review the series and can't give and can't give it whatever score they wanted to affect the scores. 
Well, that's what Netflix Netflix did it what two years ago now. Yeah, it took well, off the Rotten Tomatoes have become like notorious for it, especially after the uh, the Captain Marvel debacle. Nobody nobody likes anytime there is a critic review of something, they all suck. <laughs> Period. We talked about it last night with video games. Same things goes with the movies. They try. They'll give the best review to some of the shittiest movies and give the worst review to some of the best movies. Yep. It's like non nonstop. Like that's what Rotten Tomatoes does. If if you look at half their scores, they'll have the, you know the, the, um, critic score, and then you'll have the actual people score, and n- they're never close. Never, with a few exceptions here and there, but most of the time they're not close to each other. So unless I have some sort of mystical phone, I'm looking at Rotten Tomatoes now. Uh, 30% for av- for average audience score, 94 for uh, tomato meter. So, yeah, that, that it's up. Okay. So Fair it must enough. have been something changed in that time frame. Because that can happen. When, when they find out, they tend to change it to make it look like, oh, no, there's a fuck. There's a, there was just an error, a little mistake. Nothing, nothing to see here, folks. Everything is totally fine. I'm not fond of looking at Sarah Michelle Gellar's portrait and seeing all that gray. I don't need to. I don't need to be reminded of my mortality. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry. Looking at the actual page and start scrolling down, I'm like, well, first of all, you got Mark Hamill, which I mean, star power, but it's just yeah, it's thirty percent, which is still really fucking low. In Dude, contrast. you want to know how I prevent? Th- I just look at people like fucking Courtney Cox or. Fucking Morgan Fairchild to make me realize these people are fucking immortal. <laughs> well, it's called plastic surgery and having a lot of money to throw at it. I mean, trust me, I don't think there's any person who didn't have half a, half a Woody seeing her in the original Ace Ventura. <laughs> <laughs> she was pretty fucking yeah. It's gonna leave it there. Am I being am I being misogynistic? Yes. I don't fucking care. <laughs> yeah. So. I fucking hate Rotten Tomatoes. I don't understand it. Well, it used to have credibility back in the day. Oh, I wonder what the fuck happened. Okay, this 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 situation kind of goes back to what uh, uh, Jim Sterling talked about in the in the back in the day with uh, uh, aggregated uh, reviews and review scoring. The ability to to shit spam a intellectual property into oblivion with shit reviews is extremely simple and it was a problem it was it always been a problem and it wasn't and it wasn't until there was a focus put on it with a lot of the AAA titles and with box office movies where things started to need to be more curated and they needed to put the brakes on a lot of that because the filtration on that was getting a little lax now that that said, I don't think they should. I think they should let the entire raw sewage come barreling out. Yeah, because, of course. Because because if you have effective algorithms in place, they can tell when something is a fucking spam bot versus a yeah. genuine article review by a by an actual consumer, oh. and that's really where it needs to stay. And that's where your credibility would would start to restabilize. They're not doing that though. Oh no, no it could have been even better. They could have they, the critics could have maintained 
a better sense of trust amongst the community if they just let the if they just let the audiences just shit bomb the reviews as much as they wanted because <clears throat> then people would figure out by then that majority of those reviews were just shit bombs anyway so you would more than likely trust the critics review moreover so simply because of the oversaturation of the shit of the shit bombs but now in their attempt to try to clean that up they have exposed the idiocy of the critic review and made the reviews of the audience scores a lot more faithful and reliable there hasn't been good critic reviews since Cisco and Ebert that's fine I'm not I'm not <laughs> ar I'm not arguing it I'm just saying that if that's what they wanted to if the, yeah. if the goal was to make the critic reviews more credible you let one side gain the sewage as much as possible that no one will want to go near it. I don't know. I think if you, I think what what's happening it's now is not a bad is, idea. In fact, it's fucking brilliant if you think about it because it allows them to take the high road with very little effort on their part. Exactly. I love it. That's perfect. But no. Sorry. <laughs> but no. Instead, no. they they decide. They you know, they let's clean it up to try and and make it more fair. But they screwed themselves over on the part because it exposed their incompetence and bias. Yep. But the, what I think is happening is that it's basically if you're not if you're not on your knees for the critics, they'll give you a bad score, and that's kind of what's happening with Yelp because um, John Taffer was saying something I was watching where he hates Yelp because Yelp is holding businesses hostages. Like if you if you don't pay them, they put your worst reviews up front. Oh, dude! And you have to pay to have your good reviews like anywhere. So it's like John Taffer says that. Yelp is literally holding them hostage where the critics could be doing the same thing to any to any movie director at this point. Like if you're not in bed with them, like they're going to shit on your movie. You'll have to pay. Yeah. That's all. That that's why I would prefer a more like person like a person to review the movie than to Well, th this is also it, like South Park talked about Yelp a long time ago. The, 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 they have a song called Boogers and Cum for a reason. It's like making specific food for Yelp reviewers, and they spike it with a little bit of something extra. I'm just gonna leave it at that. <laughs> and it's something where, like, when you have when you have situations where a company has gotten too big for its britches, where they can start muscling in and basically set mafia-style protection payments on companies. Like, no, get the fuck out of here. We don't care about your reviews. We don't give a shit about it. I don't use Yelp. I've I don't never either. fucking used Yelp. But that's what people go to when they're trying to like fucking cancel a business over some bullshit that they heard. Sure. Oh, you know what I'm saying? It's the st it's the stick they which, get to beat people with. There is a yeah. subject that I would like to add, if that's okay. I know this is rather late. Go for just, it. But it just reminded me of it. So the company Vertigear, if you've ever heard of it, uh, they make gaming chairs and not necessarily the best quality ones. But, no, but they're expensive as shit. Yes. So they got onto a lot of heat this past few weeks. Um, so Vertigear, their, their official account on Twitter, posted a photo of two different uh, ge generic uh, Twitch streamers, a male and a female, with differing uh, 
differing streaming styles, to give to say the least. And all they did was ask, is this accurate? Because the male streamer shows that he puts himself, you know, he away from the screen as much as possible while showing the game full fr front and center. While it's the inverse for the uh, for the female, where it's her is the focus of the attention while the game is off to the side. Vertigear caught a lot of fucking heat from people who claimed that that was completely misogynistic, sexist, and as that a result... That is what Twitch is right now. Also, That the is exactly are, what Twitch is right now. Yeah, also, but, the people who were bitching were fucking female Twitch streamers. No, mm -hmm. not just female Twitch streamers that were complaining about it. And the sips. ones who, may, who do that very same style. Oh, see, They were the, the ones... There was one in particular who who just moments after criticizing Vertigear for their bullshit immediately started advertising her OnlyFans account. There you go. <laughs> hey, look, you just took out your fucking argument out from under you, but it doesn't matter because you have a bunch of... You have an army of simps who are willing to pay for everything you fucking do. One particular person I and got... Yeah, I'm going to say simp. That's what they are. They're fucking simpletons. Agreed. People Agreed. spending money on shit that they're never going... She's never going to fuck you. There was You're never going to get the pussy. One dude paid over $10,000, $10,000 just to meet up with this OnlyFans person for a fucking hug. A fucking hug. And then that OnlyFans user used that money to go with her boyfriend Traveling around the world. Yep. I look. I'm not going to bash on those who use OnlyFans to do your business. You do you. You do you. All right. But if you're somebody who is defending this sort of shit, you're being fucking played by these assholes. You're being played hard, and they're playing you while you're happily giving them your fucking money for no fucking reason in a desperate, pathetic, useless attempt to try and what? Here's Impress her? Here's, here's the worst part, is that, okay, what Verdigree did was probably wrong, because now you're generalizing two different groups of people, right? I know. That's why they were wrong. But if you're the person who's doing that content... You have no right to fucking criticize it because you were ruining it for the people who are actually doing the good content. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's the problem. Like, like you are fucking it up for everybody. Not just yourself. You're fucking it up for everybody. So you cannot criticize someone when they're criticizing you for that. Agreed. I 100% <laughs> agree. There was this one particular person, though, that I am really annoyed by. I don't know the name. I don't care. They, For, for all intents and purposes, they ain't worth knowing. Okay. So... She got so pissed off. Keep in mind, this person has admitted herself she doesn't play video games. No, shocker. That she decided to uh, contact the employer. The guy who ran the account lost his job. What do you mean? He lost his job. They fired him. Vertigear released two official apologies. Bending was not money. a was not enough. The second apology, they no they no, they said they stated they fired the employee that was running the account. 
Oh my god. And even worse, for that person that I'm telling you, wasn't even enough. She started contacting potential contacts and employ uh, uh, contractors who contract Vertigear to try and convince them to stop working with them. Yeah, it's called cancellation. It, it's the, not well, enough for these assholes. Here's to, here's the problem. They go scorched earth, and it's fucked up to watch. You picked the wrong person, though, and your world comes crashing down. Because remember, if the, it, it's on them now to prove what they're doing. If if you go after Vertigree, right, and you cost them sales, and they can prove you've cost them sales for saying something, and they take you to court, it is now up to you to prove to the court that what Vertigree is doing is actually misogynistic. You have to prove that they are misogynistic as a company, and you have to prove that. If Vertigree, if Vertigree takes them to court, they can ruin, ruin someone's life who's trying to do this whole... Look, Vic Mignogna, how many court cases did he win? He hasn't won yet. Yeah, unfortunately, the appeal still going. Th the, the, we're but still waiting of, on the appeals. I get one it. or two of them have been settled, though. No, the case hasn't been settled. The case, the case was dismissed. But it's but he's appealed, and the decision still hasn't hasn't come back yet. Uh, what would be a better example? Um, the voice actor that we met at Quentin uh, Flynn. Yes, Quentin Flynn is a person who actually had the receipts. Qu Motherfucker didn't fuck around. Quentin either. Flynn was able to successfully get a restraining order on the stalker that um, pursued him and defamed him. And by the way, the account that she's running, though that she ran, that was told by the judge to stop, it's still there. Is still there. Yeah. Now the judge <laughs> warned that that person better not be involved in any way. But it very looks like to be that she is actively involved with that account. And if that ends up being the case, she's going to likely be looking prison time. Fantastic. But that's what I'm saying. You pick the wrong person, mm -hmm. and you're fucked. Uh -huh. oh, <laughs> now, dude, totally. you, yeah, you come after anybody. Like that's the problem. That's, this is why, like, people need to fight back against like fucking whatever cancel culture or shit. Like, okay, I'll get called a fucking um, racist, misogynistic, whatever. But that's not me, right? So it doesn't bother me. You can call me whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, it bothers me for the second because it's like you've devolved to literally just name-calling at that point. But if you come after my job, you've picked the wrong person. <laughs> if that's what you're attempting to do, you have 100% picked the wrong person because I will come after you for your bullshit. And that's that. But, like, we're not... Like, you can do whatever you want. The second you try to cancel somebody and you try to ruin somebody's livelihood and they turn around and you've already put a person into a corner at that point because now you've ruined their livelihood, right? If you've put them to the point where they have nothing to lose, they're going to fight like they have nothing to lose. Exactly. And it's You something pick the wrong person and your life will be ruined for it. They've, unfortunately, with their track record, they haven't picked the wrong person yet. Every person... Dude... I hear story. I heard stories all the time about people who just disappeared off the uh, off the face of the earth after these people canceled the living hell out of them. That that one guy that was connected to uh, Zoe Quinn who fucking killed himself. Yep, the, got he, the shit canceled out of him, and he's just like, I can't do this. Dude had enough fucking mental illnesses where he's just like, you know what's good? A fucking lead sandwich. And just put a gun in his mouth. But and the family. She, but she, the family finds out about that shit. Doesn't matter. The family could go after these people. Never did. They never have. Never have. She walked away scot-free. 
And that's the and that's the biggest tragedy. She nuts that's why many people call her a murderer because she influenced his decision. She knew he had mental issues and still pressed on about it. Still made those false claims, and he and he killed himself as a result. Not everybody is not everybody has the willpower like you, myself, or Orlando have. Where if they, they pulled that shit, we're like, cool. You've now created a you've created a no win situation for me. I have nothing else to lose. Mm-hmm. This is where things get interesting. Because yeah. worse comes the worse, at the end of everything, I still lost nothing, because I had nothing to lose. You took everything from me. Exactly. But you, you have far to fall, and I absolutely will ensure that I waste that, that I waste every bit of my energy and every waking moment I have to ensure that you feel everything that I felt when you destroyed me, unjustly or otherwise. In this particular case, yep. the very the most pathetic part is that this isn't even a fair trade off. We have a company that they feel that they need to destroy and utterly burn to the ground. And what was the crime? A meme. Yep. Yeah, a meme. A, a meme, meme that they didn't even make any concrete for or against when they posted it. Yep. They asked a question. They yep. asked a question with a meme attached to it. And instead of getting an answer, you had a bunch of bellyaching, hypocritical... Twitch thoughts who came up and said, that's disrespectful. You don't know what you're talking about. This is not even it. This is not what you do. That's not it, chief. Clearly it is if you're getting so angry. Methinks the lady doth protest too much. And that's the biggest I'm just, tragedy. I'm just saying, if the that new TSR thing, whatever it's called now, decides it ever wants to fuck with people, it could 100% get away with it. But they've gone the road of just blocking everybody. Because they know that the people that they're selling their game to are not the fucking people that are complaining about them right now. Right. They so, know who the high. They know the people who've taken the high road, who have who if they have who if they have critiques of the company that have nothing to do with the controversy. We're never going to buy the product. They're never going to buy the products, but at least they will meet them on the field of conversation. Right. Honestly, my statement is: if you're a business, why even fucking waste your time? Here's how you deal with these people. Here's how I deal with people on anything. Twitter. Don't say anything. And mute them. If you don't see them, they can't reach out to you in any meaningful way. Guess what? They can say what they want in a fucking vacuum. It doesn't affect you anymore. And if people bring it to your attention, say, I saw it. It was deleted. They were being disrespectful. I don't want to deal with it. There's a mute feature on social media platforms for a reason. If you don't want to listen to people, don't. Yeah. Blocking them. Blocking them into me is making a statement. And if you don't, and if you're doing it theatrically, like you're telling people you're going to block this person, or you block them and then make a diatribe that they can't actually respond to, you're a fucking pussy. Or better yet, when you decide to take a look at a message from the person you block several months later after you block them, only to unblock you and say, well, no one gives a shit about what you have to say. Oh my God, do you not realize how fucking retarded do you look right now? Yeah. I am laughing at your sheer, utter incompetence. And thank you for proving me right on your stupidity. The, the problem is, is what happens is, is they, people will go out of their way to block you when, when you genuinely have something to say, right? But then they'll turn around and shit talk you. 
Yeah. After they've blocked you. Mm -hmm. That's where the problem lies. Yeah. The you shit talking. Don't shit talk me if I can't respond. No, if because you obviously can't handle the heat. To them, that's why you've you, to them it's a one way it's a one way trip. Yeah. I have the right to shit talk about you. And because you're not about me. And because you're not responding, people will automatically think that they've won the conversation, not knowing that that person's blocked you and taken you out of the conversation. Yep. So that's what the like it's it's fucking cultish. It's seriously 100% cultish. Oh, absolutely. And in most cases, so. a lot of those people, they're all in those circles where they oh, yeah. do that kind of dumb shit. And it's like I said, especially with companies where it's just like maybe social media isn't your strong point. The mute feature is not a complicated thing. Just mute them. Yep. You don't like what they have to say? Mute them. Guess what? They get to continue saying it and you get to continue not fucking listening to it. <laughs> it's what I do with it's what I do with Twitter ads. Oh, hey, another Twitter ad. I don't block them. I just mute them because they, it'll still keep popping up, but they can't keep sending me stuff because I'm not looking at it anymore. So it's not on my feed. Yep. It's like these people who have these block bots and these elaborate fucking labyrinthine ways to get around dealing with their detractors in any meaningful way because reality is fucking pain to them. Just mute them. Why are you wasting? You're wasting so much money on technology because of what? Too many people are critical of you? Dude, I know most of those fucking people are on no social judgment. media all the time. No. <laughs> don't judge me. Those people, unless they have a person dedicated to their social media, at which point just tell the dude who's handling your social media just to mute them. If they're not doing it, you mute them as you see them. I would have a serious question as to why do you have a fucking account and have someone else run that account? It makes no sense Because you don't have, quote unquote, time. Because you don't have then time. Why do you need it in the first place? Because marketing. curation and marketing. That one's bit, that one's easy. Most people, if they have if they have an official Twitter, that's their official Twitter, and it's usually curated God, by I an hope actual. If we're ever big enough that we don't ever have to deal with that sort of shit. Oh no no, I'm gonna 100 handle it because if there's shit talking going on, I want to be a part of it. Damn fucking right. <laughs> Damn says the man who right. says I don't want the drama, but wades fucking chest deep into it. Oh yeah, no, <laughs> there's, there's no, nothing like a good chest thumping every once in a while. No, 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 Jay is like the ultimate sword master here. He, <laughs> he's trained to fucking deal with it if it happens. Exactly. But doesn't mean he wants it to happen. He's just prepared for the worst. I don't seek it. It comes to me. Exactly. Uh, you're a shit magnet. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Makes sense. I like it. 100% it. It's 100% it. It feels good. You do what you gotta do. Plus I, I, plus, just, I live my life, and then all of a sudden it slaps me in the face, and I'm like, what the fuck just happened? Look, remember. That's not good. <laughs> remember. And I punch it back. Even the dung beetle has an important role in, in the circle of life. Keep rolling that shit. Listen, it, <laughs> no matter how hard it hits me, I know the more I hit it, the more shit that's going to be on me. <laughs> I'm well aware of the consequences of my action. <laughs> as long as you, like I said, as long as the people who do this kind of stuff, when you go in and you go in for the shit storm... You're aware that you're going to get dirty when you walk into it? Dude, God bless. Yeah, do whatever you got to do. I didn't choose but, the chaos. But the chaos chose me. Here's the joyous thing. I get my word in before they block me. Well, yeah, because you know what? <laughs> you, you have to know wording so that it has to stick in their mind. Oh, yeah. One of the major things that people always talk about, the mantra of the internet is never let anybody live rent-free in your head. Yep. And when you can get into my someone's fucking head, <laughs> when you can get into someone's head, you won. <laughs> And they, that, that's why a lot of people do that block shit, because they don't want these people in their heads. And when enough mm. people do it, they, they, it doesn't work. I get, I get them to the point where I'm in their head, and then they block me. Yeah, and at that point, I, it's too I, I late. Like to, I like to slow roll the, the, the snowball, and then just, like, boom, hurricane out of nowhere. <laughs> 
whatever you gotta do. And and with those people, fuck it. They deserve it. It's especially it's especially painful when those accounts who uh, they're trying to build and promote themselves can't seem to do so without talking about the person that lives rent free in there. Oh yeah, I can't tell you. So how they, many have, times. they have they're forced to obsess even more. It's fucking to, hilarious. What I used to do on Facebook all the time is I used to put up like a vague fucking post, like vague as fuck, and then I'd end up with like ten messages, like who are you talking about. Who is it? Who is it? Or like the one person be like, why are you talking shit about me? And I'm like, dude, it wasn't even about you. But if you got something you want to say, go ahead and say it. <laughs> Now's the time. I love that meme with Morgan Freeman that reflects that exactly. It says, no, that post isn't about you. But if that shoe fits, feel free to lace that bitch up. <laughs> it's true. That's, yeah. a, that's one of the things is like a lot of people, you cast a large enough net, you're going to get enough. You're going to get a bunch of fish. Mm-hmm. And they're not going to know that they got caught until it's already too late. And that's one of the major headaches I have with the internet. It's just like, well, why are you mad? It's like, well, don't be mad because you give it, you've already given them something. Don't respond. Don't give them anything. I'm just going to start using the, um, the sex assault bear. Oh, the, the sexual <laughs> harassment. Panda. Where did they touch you? <laughs> where did they touch show you? Show me on the internet where the, where the show, show me on the internet doll where they touched you. Yeah. They touched me on the rule 34. Oh, that's not good. That's we, when you just when you just slide Chris Hansen across the screen. No, he's not popular anymore. <laughs> he touched me in the lowlies. Oh. Oh no. Well, it's not like it's not like you can slide Bill Cosby across the screen. <laughs> <I'm> just, <laughs> Why do I feel lightheaded all of a sudden? <laughs> Goddamn put. There's a reason we're Pops. in person and don't have cups near us, okay? <laughs> <laughs> that is a dry mouth experience I will be happy to take. <laughs> like, we're not getting into that controversy and him actually getting away scot-free for that. Dude, that's, that's such, that's, like... That's some BS. That's when you go after the fucking prosecutor. That's some fucking... Who offered that? Who thought that was a good idea? I just... Ugh. Again... When when technicalities are the way people get out of justice, it always saddens me because at the end of the day, you want your justice system to function as legally as possible because it, they you do not want to give these people the ability to say that they did not have a fair trial because that in and of itself is a way for them to get the fuck out of any of the crimes they may or may not have committed. Again, everything's no, alleged nothing, at this point, but it doesn't matter. Nothing, now they nothing don't get to question in, anymore. Right. They, no, it's, that's it's the dead. worst part of it. They no longer get to question right. it. It can no longer come back to court because now because of the mistrial, it can't happen again. It's not a, it's not a mistrial. It's a double it's jeopardy a, sort of thing. Yeah. Well, kind of. But it's um it was a deal that was made that they can't go back on. Yeah. So it's like why make the deal in the first place if you had the evidence? Cuz all mm. you did was force him to say something that he could have or could not have done, which I mean, evidence showed that he did do it. But why not take it to court and have the evidence show it instead of taking his word and then letting him walk? There like, might that's, have been, what, that's, that's where I had the problem. I I'm know. wondering if there was something else in play that they made that condition. Because, poss- again, right? it, ended, the, it ended up being the knife that they stuck in his back. There was a that possibility he was able to pull that the out evidence was not evidence. enough to persecute him. Right. That could have been that as well. That even with what they had may not have been but enough to But then why get the confession? Him. Because they would still want it on the record book, regardless. Right, but now they can't. It's it's, it's the same with O.J. Simpson. If the like, if he ever that motherfucker if, actually if, wrote a book and said he did it, like, <laughs> I didn't do it. If I, I didn't do it, but if I did, yeah, like, that's like what the fuck? Why? Why even? No, 
god. That, only only 90, 90s kids remember that headache. No, no, it doesn't go to court anymore. Here's the here's the here's where it ends. It ends in social courts, which is the fucking people's opinion, basically. We talked this about that in this... our podcast. We actually talked about the court of public opinion. Yeah, yeah. And how and that fucking the idea of whether or not uh, because I had a particular attorney um, from it wasn't from this country. Just so you know, uh, he. He he believes the idea that perhaps the concept of innocence, but uh, isn't uh, proven innocent until proven guilty, should no longer be a concept anymore. Should not no, be in the legal system anymore. anymore. That's not what it is anymore. It's guilty until proven innocent. No, he's saying that's the that's what should be the standard. Because Why? because he believes that innocent until proven guilty is essentially meaningless. The idea of it behind is that there will even when you no, there's no real standard for uh. For Do you know it, how for, for, dangerous for, that slope gets though? Oh, of course we are. We argued, we argued completely against it. It's okay. not something that we agreed upon. But I'm telling you from what he meant, what he said. All right. Mm -hmm. He argued that the that the standard is completely is completely baseless. And that even if a court proves, quote unquote, proves that you are indeed innocent, you're still guilty of the you crime. You will still be guilty because there will be people who will still see you as guilty outside the courts. And therefore, That's you are guilty even if the court, he believes that you are guilty even if they're, even if the courts, quote unquote, prove that you're innocent. That's what he believes, and that's what he believes the standard should be. And I 100% disagree with that notion because that would mean why even have a court, a legal system at all? Because right. anybody that accuses you of anything, you'll be forever tainted. Right. Then, there, then there it, just becomes, no it just becomes a majority, and then you just come become outcast. Exactly. That's that's all. It, oh my god. It's a com it's completely stupid. But how did we get into this? I can't. <laughs> <laughs> it can be. It began from Vertigear, but the point what I wanted to do was yeah. But see, that's the point. Now everybody thinks that they're guilty of something that they could or, could or could not actually be doing. Like that's what I'm saying. You fire one employee as a like uh, a sacrifice to and, the fucking masses, and it wasn't enough because now, and now they they're want still more. guilty. That's what I'm saying. Like it, it's the, not enough. They want your entire company burned to the ground. So we're looking at hundreds of employees who had absolutely nothing to do with the controversy that was just doing their fucking jobs, and they're saying, no, your job doesn't matter, your security, your financial stability doesn't matter, you need to burn to the ground, find another fucking job. Yeah, no, I don't agree with that. And that's fucking bullshit. And all you were, all that happened to you is that you were mildly upset at a goddamn picture that spoke truth to power. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. I'm sorry you feel that it may somehow, that a photo somehow has offended you. But it does not mean that it has hurt you in any fucking possible way. It didn't slit your fucking throat. It didn't leave your stomach open for, to bleed to death. It didn't crush your windpipe. It didn't, just, it didn't take away your fucking jobs. Nothing happened to you. All it did was make your blood boil for a fraction of a second. Fuck 
off. You got offended because you were the one in the picture. Like, that's basically what it came down to. A lot, for a lot of people? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what happened. Uh, you saw yourself in the picture, got angry that somebody, no, that somebody called you out on your shit. Here, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you decided yeah. a company needs to burn to the ground. Now, from what I hear, Vertigear isn't even that great of a company anyway. It's no, not, their, it's, pro their product is their product is garbage. Yeah, their product is mediocre. If the company goes down that way because they can't, uh, they, they can't improve the quality of their product and people don't want to buy it, great. That's the best way a company should go out. If their incompetence as a company does not does not meet the demands of the market. Let it go down. Yeah, let the slow bleed happen. Let like, it happen that way. Trying but, to trash them socially, it's not going to change anything. No, it does them nothing. And it, and worst of all, it hurts actual people who are only there to earn a fucking living. Yeah, no, true. You disrupt the financial stability of hundreds of people because one person said something. Nobody cares anymore. Nobody cares about that anymore. The no, nobody considers it. Nobody considers it at all because they're overplaying other stupid thoughts. The funny thing is, is like if you look at the way human behavior is in regards to this kind of shit, the more attention is paid to it, the more power it's given. Oh, people, so we're basically doing a shit fucking job. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! In I'm saying in general as human beings, like over over the course of like the no, entirety I, of the population. I'm saying if we're if we're talking about it, no, 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 we're doing a shit job. I'm talking about initially. We're not talking about. The, we're talking about this well after it had occurred. Ours is more commentary on the outfall on the on the fallout. The commentary that happens, the immediate visceral responses to these idiots opening their fucking dick holsters and saying the shit that they say about these companies, they only get power because people respond to them. You, The moment they start getting the back and forth going about what they're saying, people disagreeing with them, people agreeing with them, people on the fence about things, all of it says it starts to happen in real time is when the network of influence starts to activate. If they said their shit, and nothing else happened. No one responded to them. No one liked their post, and it died on imp it died on impact. It wouldn't matter. It's because they ha get the responses that they get, and that's the problem with influencers on social media. Is if they've got fucking ten thousand people who follow them, even if half of them, a thousand, even if a percent of them, a thousand people say or a hundred people say something. It causes this fucking domino effect that is never truly ever curtailed until the damage is done. What needs to happen, what has always needed to happen, is people just don't need to look at it. Stop looking at it. If somebody says something stupid and you dislike it, then just ignore it. The problem is, is that with enough shit posters and enough trolls... That shit spirals out of control, and there's nothing to do for it. And that's when you have these giant clouds of influence and destruction that end up destroying companies that may have good intentions, but it doesn't matter. It's all dead. It's all dead to the public opinion. I should post the shit posters. 
You should. <laughs> Who watches the Watchmen? Okay. Other other fucking okay, shit posters. That should be the name of the episode. Shit poster shit posters. <laughs> There's a bunch of names we can go with it. It's gonna be like a rocking Bullwinkle episode. Oh, Tune in next a. week for It's just weird. This this this, right. this whole experience is weird. Alright, moving on from this, what do we got next on the docket? I'm ready. Uh so we might have to cut some stuff out. But we can talk about the D and D thing, because this one kind of ties into this. All right, you do that bullshit. one. You, you're, you're the head on that one. Go for it. Uh, I don't even know if I want to be the head of it. Okay, so <laughs> um, there's this girl on... This is all TikTok drama, by the way. Yay! It, it, it leaked out into Twitter for a little bit, but not. it didn't catch enough fire than TikTok did. So <clears throat> there's this girl called Freckled Hobo. I can't remember her fucking name. Freckled Hobo was her screen name. She's a... She... Uh, ah, I know Freckled Hobo. Do you? I do know Freck. Um, I'm actually... I, I know her from TikTok. Um, so this is... Oh, she posted a bunch of different apologies after this. Three apologies. Yes. And yes. I watched all parts of them because I didn't realize what the fuck she was talking about because yeah. it was completely divorced from the actual situation. But go on, continue. It wasn't divorced, but it was... It was spiraled out of it was control. Her was the point? Yeah, no, no. This started with her. Oh, okay, so, um, so she she has a million followers on TikTok, mind you. She claims to be an actress, which I can believe because she might have actually done some actressing work. Mm -hmm. She claims to be a model because what good-looking Instagram girl doesn't thinks they're a model of some sort? And she also sells her ass on the internet. Basically, how she got her one million followers, I would assume. Because, um, you know, showing your ass gets you followers, apparently, and if you're female, not if you're male. Oh, if you're female, man, so much from Spider Man. So, Spider Man got that ass. She, I mean, no, it's Captain America's ass. I don't know what you're talking about. She's not, she's I'm not, talking a, about in comic books, not in the movies. The two best asses in comic books are Nightwing and Spider Man. That's that that's universally believed. Can you disagree with me on that, Jason? I I mean I can't agree with nor disagree on this. Well, it's not, well you know Nightwing because you know Batman. <laughs> yeah. Apparently he's got a good ass. That's what I'm hearing. Fair. I've never read a Nightwing comic in my life. <laughs> yeah, but he's been in comics with Batman. I'll stick with Starfire for what do I know? That's a, that's a that's a horse of a different color. Or Raven. Kind of a you dark, don't see Raven. dark bronze color. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> ah, Raven cosplay. She's not because yes, she she's not a terrible. Oh, okay. she's so not a terrible Raven looking is person. Perfectly fine, despite the fact that she's an otherworldly being. They're both otherworldly beings for different reasons. One's an alien. One's from a different dimension. I think. I yes, don't know. she is. She's from another dimension. Fair enough. <laughs> One's a demon. Anyway, so Freckled Hobo is not a terrible looking person. She's just not. And she's not a terrible person in general. At least, like, I've I followed her for a couple of years. I don't this think she's is, a bad person. This is debatable with some of the stuff that's coming out. I don't have an opinion one way or the other. Fair I just, enough. I feel like she has a million followers just because of her looks, not because of anything she really puts out. Because, you know, freckled <clears throat> redheads, they, they, get, they get those movements. I only followed her recently to keep up with the drama, and I'm probably going to unfollow after this. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Somebody has over a million viewers or followers because of their looks? Well... Fuck me running. <laughs> I'm just saying. Anyway, so um, she plays D&D, &D, apparently, because she's nerdy. She's on the nerdy side of stuff. Um, and she has a Twitch stream that she's monetized. She makes money on that a whole group, you know, joins and the whole video Twitch D&D &D thing, right? Yeah, she's, I've, I've actually jumped on a couple of her streams. It's interesting. 
I'm not fair enough. I have a short I have a short attention span, so streaming's kind of a, unless I'm listening to it in the background, I jump in, say hello, throw in throw in a couple bits, and then leave because I don't want to. First of all, I don't want to overstay my welcome, but secondly, I just don't have the attention span. Yeah, unless I, it's like a podcast forum where they're talking about stuff. Exactly. I don't I don't care about D and D play. Yeah, no. Um, the actual play stuff I'll listen to in podcast form because you can keep moving, and if you miss some stuff, you miss some stuff. Right. But I won't sit there and watch it. Yeah. That's how I found Venture Maidens was through podcast version, even I though they look into do that too. Because you told me about that a while ago, and I still yeah, haven't gone. They into just it. started Rhyme of the Frost Maiden. Anyway. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. One of them, Celeste Conowich, is actually the dungeon master for that, and she wrote. They just wrote a Venture Maidens uh, book, campaign book, like full blown campaign book. It's on their Patreon, or I think they kickstarted it. I can't remember what they did with it. And Rhyme of the Frost Maiden, Celeste Conowich actually has uh, writing credits in. So she's contributed to D&D stuff recently. She, she, was, uh, she wasn't a writer until Venture Maidens, I don't think. She was writing, but she wasn't D&D focused. She moved from somewhere to Seattle during the whole Venture Maidens thing and mm-hmm. ended up getting a job as like one of the contractors at wizards whatever that's here, neither here nor there not related to this at all so but i mean if you want to tie it back in <laughs> freckle holbo just got uh, engaged recently and they I think they just moved yeah what well, this still doesn't matter i, mean, <laughs> I don't talking, know where they you moved. were talking about random like personal shit i'm just like i throw it in there for funsies i guess okay so <laughs> she show that i know half of what the fuck i'm talking about about this person anyway yeah. continue so she um does this live stream dnd thing and she has a character named opal um, opalescent hair, opal charm, whatever. Sounds like a pretty generic character. That's basically the commentary that's been around TikTok. She has a character. There is now a character on Critical Role, their new thing, their new campaign called Opal. And it's with a voice actor who has never played D&D. This is her character. Both characters are based off of another character from another TV show. Um, they both have it's not Opal. Steven Universe, is it? No. Okay, good. But that's but you can see you can see how the Opal thing that makes sense because you could call it's Sapphire generic. Yeah, right, it's generic. Right. So the crystal gems. She contacted Critical Role and said that they were stealing her character and was gonna. Um, threatened a lawsuit, basically, to Critical Role. Wonderful. And Critical Role basically came back and told her, she didn't share any of the emails, but she felt bullied and whatever. In my, in my opinion, Critical Role basically told her to go fuck herself. This is our character. Like, it's not, a, like, we didn't steal your character. We know nothing about you. Like, that's probably what happened. So she said that she told Critical Role that she would drop the whole lawsuit thing if they guest star her on the show. I can't fucking believe that there is a lawsuit about... There's no lawsuit. There's no lawsuit. That never... Do you think that was ever going to get legs? I don't know, man. It's America. She threatened threatened it, and then Critical Role legal team basically came... It's a personal person telling a business that they're stealing from them. Like, who do you think has more money in this situation to actually cause a lawsuit? No, I get that, but right. we also live in a country where we've had outrageous lawsuits that have been from ridiculous ground points. We live in a country where you can make such lawsuits. I didn't say that they'd be successful. I'm saying that they could still be made. Right, okay. I, 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 have, I, have, I have no opinion about Matt Mercer as a person, 
But I'm pretty sure the dude's been in the business long enough to make sure that, you know, when someone's trying to pull pull some bullshit, that he's got his ducks in a row. I bet you Mercer, gets- Mercer and none of the cast even know what the fuck is going on there. Well, it depends. I don't know who's I, I don't know who she reached out to. And she reached to out got, to Critical Role. Look, to their official like Gmail To their legal account. department. Well, then they, they probably never saw it. That's what I'm saying. Or, anyway. or Mercer may have heard about it in social media because it had to eventually care much made its about way to what Twitter. Matt Mercer does as long as he's still voicing Taishitsa and Dynasty Warriors. I could give a hard shit about I don't him. care for the guy at all. Like, I don't like like him or dislike him. I think they've made him some sort of Jesus character for D&D. To be and fair, I do he has long like hair. I'm, uh, like, I don't. That makes him look like he's Jesus. I, I like him as a I voice don't. actor because he voiced Krom. I enjoyed his character work on that character. As far as him in, crit- in the concept of Critical Role, I don't give a shit. I've never watched I don't watched like Critical Role episode. because I don't like... I don't like things that end up getting commercialized to the point of oblivion. That's what's That's happened. the reason why I never watched Game Grumps for more than a few, a few episodes before. I'm like, okay, this is getting way too commercial. I need anyway, to walk away so from it. so their fans are called Critters. Whatever. Really? God yes. damn it. Some <sighs> terrible... Fu- <sighs> Come at me. I think Critical Role fucking sucks. Anyway. Uh, now, um, you're just, now you're just saying it to start shit. No, I actually never watched it, and I know, never plan on watching it. I think the whole concept of them and Dimension 20 is fucking bullshit. That would be because it's an over-commercialization <laughs> of something that was supposed to be a personal hobby. Yes. And what it's created is this... Un- well, we've already had this conversation before, but as a reiteration, it creates uh, expectations that can never be fulfilled because what right. they're doing is scripted as fuck. Right. Anybody who doesn't think it's scripted is completely fooling themselves. They have a writer's room. Yes. They have people who do spin and... All that other shit and and fucking write ups, it, it like this shit is all scripted, it, like the down to the fucking laughs. I imagine maybe maybe not Dimension Twenty, but same similar thing. Right. Yeah. But but now everybody and their mothers like look at that. Critical Role is a starting point for the D and D on stream scenario mm-hmm. as a popular medium. They mm-hmm. may not have started it directly. But they started it as a popular medium. When things start to move into the mainstream, it's the Chin Pokemon scenario. Once the normies get a hold of it and start doing it, the whole fucking thing falls apart. It just and sounds like an internet sitcom, if you ask me. That's what it is. That's what it is. Dude, I watch stuff like uh, Game Nights. Game Nights are scripted as fuck. That, that gameplay doesn't happen in, in a fucking vacuum. And and this is this is EDH gameplay. And I know it's it's it's... It's been taken and turned into either a sitcom or it's been turned into a reality TV show. That's why when I'm watching it, like, my wife actually will pay attention to Game Nights, even though she hates magic. Because it's got enough moving parts to it and enough, you know, bells and whistles where she doesn't feel like she's watching gameplay. She's watching people interact with each other. Yeah. It's, not, it's more about the interaction than it is about the actual card slinging, which, devo- which, takes, which guts the fucking hobby. It's like, oh, they put a card down that does things. I don't give a shit. You know, I want the, I want to watch their chemistry. That's what those things are for. Right. But in and of themselves, they gut a fucking hobby. See, this is why I like watching Team APS. I know I keep bringing them up, but at the very least, when they go and do their videos on duels and shit, they're not. They're just straight to the bread and butter of things. Just gonna play the fucking game. Want to play the cards? See how they turn out. Because the game, because it's about the fucking cards. It's not about themselves. They can bring a bit of them. They can bring a bit of uh, of charm and charisma be, into it, but most of the time, it's just a. Did you game. just say that the only person in Team APS that has any type of charm is Trell? That's <laughs> it. Everybody else is awkward as fuck on Team APS. And no, no hate against them because I enjoy watching them, but nobody, nobody else has. 
has fucking like <laughs> social skills. Well, let's. Okay. I think that for me personally, that kind of adds to it. But that's okay. Just, well, let's right. look at it realistically. <laughs> Somebody had to be the catalyst for that whole fucking thing happening. And if that's one person is is who you were talking I about. I think Trell was an add-on, though. He was a part of the original group, and he's not there all the time. No, no he's but not when, there But all when the time. he's there, they they have the best skits. They have some funny gameplay stuff. Like, he's definitely the more, like... He, br- he brings the life to the party. Exactly. Which Where everybody fine. else is monotone, and they get to the point, and they talk about stuff. But Trell is, like, a whole other breed. <laughs> well, you're also talking to someone who watches uh, a, a YouTuber called named MTG Mudsta. Um, whose first name is Andrew, which is pretty funny. Um, he uh, don't watch his his videos because of your weirdness with voices. Uh, He's monotone as fuck intentionally, and it would grate on your soul after a certain amount of time. Like Saffron Olive, I sent you that video. I still uh, haven't watched it. Oh, I don't get. don't do it. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna play it for you once, and you're gonna like you're gonna be white knuckling your I chair. Think, I think my voice my voice sounds like shit. Oh no, let we, alone like fucking like I don't need it. And I mean, we we fucking interviewed a guy, and I told him his voice sounded like shit. <laughs> No, no, it's fine. And like, like out of the three of us, I think Orlando is the only one who actually has the chops to be able to actually be a professional talker. So no. I'm fine with that. I, I mean, don't know about that. I started like you shut up and take my cob and hold it, you piece of shit. <laughs> as long as you get one take, you're okay. Yeah, that's, like that's all that matters. That's the one thing that I got to do. It's like I got to learn yeah. how to improv more and be able to speak more confidently. Then I'm on the fucking roll, right? There. Wait till wait till I upgrade these mics to the four hundred dollar mics I want to get, or three hundred dollar <laughs> oh, mics I want to get. You're gonna be like, uh, why do we all sound like voice actors all of a sudden? I got a better question. <laughs> why does my voice always sound so fucking different every time I listen to the playback? Well, every- now you're gonna listen to this and you're gonna be like, that's what I sound like. That's what you're going to think now. <laughs> and then it's going to be me where it's like, that's what I fucking sound like. <laughs> that's the way I am about it the entire time. Like, I know I don't sound that way in my own head, but that's the point. You never sound the same in your own head as you do anyway, in real life. We got off fucking track. Let's get back to the fucking... Oh, because oh, that hasn't been this entire fucking podcast. The, Come naked, on now. the naked fucking freckled hobo suing Critical Role. Anyway. I mean, if that was the whole story, that'd be actually more entertaining. But that continue. is not the whole story. No. <laughs> I don't want so, to buy her OnlyFans. No, she, don't buy her OnlyFans. I won't. Oh my I god! I, I type can't. in the word boobs. Of course, she has an OnlyFans. I type in the word boobs, and I can find it for free. Why the fuck am I paying someone else for it? It's literally that one TikTok guy who shows you the easiest way of doing things. He doesn't even talk. He just. I love that dude. That I love him. KB, I don't know what his name is. KB something or other. Great. The greatest. Seriously. I think he's Nigerian. No, no, Nigerian. Well, what is he? he? Yeah, he's from he's from uh, Italy. Is he Italian? Yep. Yes. Oh, okay. Well. Yep. He is uh, great. He didn't talk. He didn't need to. Yeah. He, no, he didn't need he to. Just, he just points at things like... Practically, like, <laughs> use your fucking heads, assholes. Yeah. Use your fucking heads. He, he reminds me of that, what, I think that Buddhist proverb where it's a general... It, what, there are two monks, and one individual says, look, I've obtained the ability to levitate, and now I can levitate across the water. And then the other monk just starts swimming across and going, I can do that too. No, that's literally the way this feels like. It's the modern equivalent. No, 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 no. It's Alexander the Great with the Gregorian knot. Everybody's trying to figure out how the fucking unknot this thing, and Alexander just comes up and hacks it with the sword. He's like, "Fuck that! There, we we don't have time for this shit. Be practical. It's not about just being super intelligent. Sometimes you got to be practical with that shit." I call myself an I call myself an acolyte of Occam's razor. The simplest solutions are often the correct ones. Absolutely. That's what common sense is in and of itself. It's I coming just, up with the easiest answer to a question that people ponder 
endlessly over. I, I just think hit that, shit till it works. I yes, think, <laughs> that that too. It's the biggest sin of what I would say is uh, going on with people nowadays is that they overthink shit and they overthink shit multiple times to the point where their logic has completely gone far off the window. Oddly enough, that's exactly what happened in this situation. Oh, sure. Anyway. <laughs> Continuing on. Sorry. We, 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 de- we de- I want to try it. to get this in. We got technically 20 minutes, and I wanted to keep it at the two-hour mark this time. So we're gonna, we might have to skip some shit. Or this could be the last thing we can discuss. Yeah, that's fine. That, well, that's what I'm saying. We'll have to save stuff for next time. Um, like maybe Blizzard thing. There might be more information next time. Anyway. Yeah, with Blizzard, so, that's a developing story. and We will talk more about it later. Yeah, maybe as we'll things, have something. As more information comes available, we will bring it to you personally. So here on the, here on the roundtable. She went on this thing saying that because um, Amy, the voice actor that's on Critical Role, is black. And... Freckled Hobo went on to say that, well, her character is a person of color and Freckled Hobo is white. She's redhead. So the whole thing devolved into what the fuck? You can't play a person of color if you're white, which I, I mean, I guess I can agree with. What? I mean, I, I agree with it to a point. Like if I'm playing a black man. Like, in a fantasy campaign, I think that's a little weird. In my head, that seems just a little weird. No, that's, it's not. But if, I play, if I'm playing, like, a tiefling or an elf or a dwarf, that's a different story. No, I would I 100% you, I disagree with that. I think you're in your own head on this one. I'm, a, I'm with him. What the fuck? If, I'm not going to go play a black person in a, in a fucking D&D game. That's personal comfort, and that's fine. But that's what I'm saying. In and of itself, okay. But that's all I'm saying. If, if you feel uncomfortable with it, that's fine. fine. But it should not be something that that uh, that bars you entirely. That shouldn't be the case. For fuck's sake, well, I I as a Hispanic person have been have been playing games where cust- where I customize my characters, whether they're human or otherwise, and I'll change their skin color to whatever the fuck I want. That's the point of the I've played wrestling games where I've changed the skin color to like purple and shit. This is the this is the point. You're now racist. (laughs) This is this is the point. This is the point. You're now racist. I personally would never do it, right? That's just me. But here's the thing. You're racist if you do according to the people on TikTok. If you do that, you're racist. But you're only but you're only racist if you're white if you do it. If you're white person playing a black person, you're racist. But here's the kicker. If you're a white dungeon master, you have an obligation to put black people in your world and to have black NPCs All and right. have and have diversity and diverse NPCs. All right. If you're making your own world from scratch, sure. If you want to go that route and say that but if it's a pre-generated world like with Pathfinder, it already has a diverse fucking na- bunch of nations. Here's, here, here's, here's the problem. Here's the problem. Oh, fucking Christ. It's okay for a white DM to NPC a black character because it's an obligation, but you cannot play a, a white person cannot play a black person as a PC because you don't know the struggles. But you have to pretend like you know the struggles if you're a dungeon master to portray them correctly in the world. You can't have both. Exactly. I'm you're just pointing over, that out. You cannot have both. You're overthinking it. You're overthinking it so hard that you are literally casting logic aside completely. Every single requirement conflicts with one another. 
So here, that's here's, the dumbest fucking thing you've ever fucking said to me. Here, here's here's my here's my thought. No, really. So, here's my so thought on this. You, I agree with you. If oh a dungeon master, God. if a dungeon master plays a black NPC for twenty minutes, it is wrong. Just as wrong as a, a white person playing a black PC for a campaign. Holy by fuck! That's the dumbest fucking thing I've heard. It's wrong by their logic. Because you cannot have both. Are they the arbiters of d Are they coming to my fucking house while I play to watch over me? Because if they do, I'm going to pop them right in the fucking throat. This is what I'm saying. I'm so fucking angry. Why would you tell me this? Because that's how they're thinking about this right now. Oh, my fucking here's, God. Here, here, here's my take on this. And this is my personal take. Oh. I do not give a flying fuck about disabled people. Black people, white people, green people, whatever the fuck you want to say. I, I don't care about any of that unless it has to be at my table. If it is an accommodation, like if I have somebody who's in a wheelchair, right, and they want to play somebody who's in a wheelchair, I will accommodate my world to that person in the wheelchair because that's what they want to see, right? That will affect nobody else because nobody else is going to care about random ramps and shit, right? But the person in the wheelchair will care about that, right? Okay. If I if a if a black person is sitting at the table and they want to be like I want more black people in the campaign, okay, cool. Like what 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 does it harm me to have random black NPCs walking around? Like you know what I'm saying? But it shouldn't matter because I'm not describing everybody in a whole fucking city. Until someone says something specifically about the about the diversity of the grouping of people in a fucking city, I'm not going to say it should anything. Only it should only matter. To the people at your table. Agreed. That is the only only caveat I have to this. Why do I? If give you a- have, mm. will I question a white person playing a black person? No. Obviously, I will. I'll be like, if you were like, my character's name is Tyrone. I want to be this big, big black, like human, whatever fighter. I'd be like, why does he have to be black? <laughs> like, what are you, what are, what is your goal with this? Is your goal to patronize people? And, and play some sort of weird, fucked up stereotype? Because that I would have a problem with. Okay, I have, a, I have an exa- Go ahead, you go first, because I have an example in my head brewing. Look, the, pro- the thing is about something like roleplay, or something for a case like Dungeons & Dragons, the idea is that you get to play a character that you don't normally are. But if you're playing a human, why does your skin color matter? In like a fantasy I, world where you have okay, tieflings, flip it orcs, goblins, why does your skin color matter? If you're playing a human, right? why does it matter? Make them roll randomly what their skin color is then. Or don't even put it in there. Don't even mention it. They're clear. No. Because if they want a specific... If they've come from a specific land and they have a backstory for their character and the character is from an area that has a specific skin tone in it, they should not feel... Compelled to do it now. If you know the person's a shit is a shit talker and is actively being an idiot, that's right. more something that you should be aware of on the front side of the person who's actually playing the game. But that goes that's back, a know your player scenario. But that, but that goes that goes back to our read the room episode where we talked right. about reading the room. Right. If if it if it's a necessity at your table, if for some reason it's a necessity at your table. There should be accommodations made. Dude, this the, is correct. Dude, the moment you but, talked about the, the the disabled person in my head, I'm like, cool. You have a, you have an enchanted wheelchair that actually creates ramps for you whenever you go to steps. 
Guess what I just did? I just saved us all 20 fucking minutes of me figuring out what the fuck to do with your character. Exactly. It, in my head. Off the top of my head that came up. Or you exactly. can be the asshole and be like, all right, roll for no, roll for success. No. What, whether or not you traverse up the stairs. No, no, no. Well, that would be- <laughs> because here's how it works. Now you've given me a plot hook to fuck with you. And at some point, if you end up in an anti-magic aura and there's just a fucking set of staircases, well, guess what? Role play that shit. Because I've created a set of dilemmas that you have to overcome now. Right. And that you cannot sit idly by and allow this magical item to do the work for you. And I would do that to any character. I had I was in D&D games where the person was like, I the room's got a, the room's with anti-magic aura. So if you have magic items, they don't work. Cool. We're just going to beat it to death. Okay, it's got it's got a bunch of resistances. Sweet. We'll look around and see if we can find the material necessary to kill it. It's giving people the ability to grow as a player and to develop that character. Agreed. Because your character is a set of flaws and skills and abilities, and you craft it into something bigger and better. But but that's only talking about a disabled point of view, right? Sure. They're trying to make this a huge racial thing, and it, it blows my mind. The people defending, the people defending use of black and white skin tone makes no sense to me because it's like it doesn't matter when you can play an Aarakocra who's a bird person it should the, the color of your skin should not fucking matter no it doesn't but that's the reason why I'm telling you why can't you play as a person of a different skin color it, oh, it's all, that's, but, but that goes back to the patronizing assholes out there because there's going to be that, that one asshole if you who's know your player who's intentionally being a dick who's intentionally being a dick about it and my statement to you is if you're aware of that one of two things one you can fuck with that person ro- royally because they know you if you two know each other and you know each other's wavelengths you can fuck with that person to still force them to be functional because I've seen characters that are joke fucking characters who like the stats are okay but the character itself is outlandish in one way or another, and they still manage to be endearing and functional in the party, even though it was a shitpost character. Right. You, Here's- as a DM, <clears throat> just have to be aware of the different le- wavelengths that you have going on when you but create the game. Here's where the argument gets weird, is that you have people um, who are saying that you cannot play a person of color PC because... You don't know the struggle that those people have gone through, right? And yet your requirement is to, if you're a dungeon, if you're a white dungeon master. To understand that struggle. You're also assuming, okay, it's a fantasy world. You're assuming that that character's struggles are the same as the struggles we deal with in real life. They don't have to mirror mirror the real world. And that's the the point right there. There never has to be a world with slavery unless there's slavery in there. There, You don't. There never has to be world wars. There never has to be hunger strike or hunger fam- famines. There never has to be disabled people. There never has to be anything. There doesn't have the, to be prom. This, there's actually a that's the reason why high school D and D campaign out there, and it fucking <laughs> bothers me. It bothers me so much. Anyway, but that's the point. Like you want the target demographic. Are, that's all I'd say. These are the. Dude, if I went back, I would just fucking bully everybody. That'd be my whole character. <laughs> I would be, be like, right there just, with you. And you, would be the, and you would be that patronizing character, wouldn't you? Oh, 100%. In and, of, in and of itself. See, it comes back around. 
Right. You end up being the thing you're you are worrying about happening because it's fantasy. None of it's real. And if you take it, and, and, and dude, we were right. LARPers. Do you know how many people that we knew who took it seriously? Oh yeah, and they were fucking weird. Their their character, something bad would happen to their character, and they took it personally. They took it personally, or they thought that they were their character IRL. Yeah, and they took that shit into the real world, and they oh, acted that way in front meat. of. Seriously. And that's, that's the, where that when you have that blur, this, that's when you need to clamp down. This is where the escapism in the real world needs to split. But here's the thing: is that everything these, needs to be compartmentalized. Is but what the, you're but saying. The point is, is that color of a person's skin in a campaign in any fantasy game does not matter. No. It doesn't. Does not matter. Especially, it, it, you can take any game. Take World of Darkness, for instance. You're a fucking vampire. The color of your skin does not matter if you're a vampire. Mm -hmm. If you're a werewolf, it does not matter. If you're a ghost, it does not matter. It only matters in the context of the game that you're trying to run. Now, with White Wolf, right. it's supposed to be a world of darkness and horror, and things are pretty fucking bad sometimes. So those it, factors can also come in. To, it's also supposed to mirror... Some portion of reality, right? Where so D and D does not. So those prejudices actually do get played upon for the purposes of char character and plot development. In some cases, they don't have to be focused down on. But if a character is of a specific skin tone, as like a vampire, and they're still walking around in real life, th those prejudices may happen still. That doesn't mean they don't have the powers to deal with them effectively. If they, depending on what their you know background is, right. But that's mirroring real life. In a fantasy setting, those characters with those different skin tones, they come from different realms. They have different viewpoints. Unless you were playing a character who specifically, like, was an escape slave of the Drow or the Dwarger or one of the other Underdark uh, groups that have slaves, then that's when you have a character who has a struggle with slavery, but it is not even remotely the same scenario as real life. Right. But that's the thing. You cannot put slavery in a game either. So uh, it, I know you I know. can't talk about that uh, in the fantasy game because that's what people are trying to escape from. So I can't understand your struggles, but I can't even somehow. But I can't even use your struggles because slavery. As an the concept of slavery now makes you racist. You can see the smoke rising from Orlando's ears at this point. There Look. are there. <laughs> this hold is, on, hold this on. is what they're trying to. They're trying to change D and D to wipe is, away. Slavery is awful. I get it. Slavery no, no, that is, is bad. They're, we they're do trying to slavery. They're in trying any to wipe way. anything that quote unquote problematic from D and D. Half orcs, half orcs are from the raping of an orc raping a human and getting a half orc baby. They're trying to remove that stigma of half orcs. That it's more of a consensual thing. There's no more rape to get that race anymore. I mean, that's in, why half I mean, orcs in were. That situation, I could see that. That's okay, right? That's fine. Right. If you're trying to dull but, a lot of the harsher edges of older uh, fantasy tropes like that, depending on the depending on the realm or the, the the setting, I absolutely am fine with that. Right. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with specific prejudices being cast aside in, in some areas. If you, unless you can do it in a way that actually de promotes plot development. But or now, if you use, but now if you use slavery, you're a lazy racist DM. Okay. My campaign enslaves a a higher like like a class, a whole class of people, 
not specific people, a class of people, right? Mm-hmm. The campaign I'm trying to build. So now am I racist? Yes. Because I've enslaved a class that a lower class overthrew the higher class? Yep, monster. So now, so now I'm racist, right? But how is that racist when I'm... That just sounds like the Communist Party. But what I'm... But what I'm literally doing is what everybody wants to is eat the rich, right? Yeah. So if we, what, what happens if we used, we, we took everything from Bezos and we used him for, for his, from Bezos, from Elon Musk, from Bill Gates, from all those people, right? We justified the, is that, we, we justified the evils of Jeff Bezos to justify the slavery, but that's what monsters do when they but, want to invoke monstrous but is that, is acts that, is upon that, others. Is that oh. slavery or is that classism? Both. Okay. But we can't talk about that, but we can talk about eating the rich. We can talk about taking the stuff from them. Mm-hmm. See, this is, this is the problem I'm having with this, is that I'm not defending the use of racism and slavery in a game. I'm trying to understand where the argument is coming from on both sides. Because you don't have to use it if you don't want to, right? It's just something that... You need to talk to your players about if your players are okay with it. You can you don't have to go in depth with anything, but that that could be an overshadowing thing, right? It doesn't need to be the full campaign about it, but it can be a portion of the campaign, right? Or it could be like a small little side story. The problem like you've enslaved people, you've enslaved people, and now you have to, to free them from their slavery, right? The problem with the problem with that idea is that slavery, Mike. Mike. Okay, the problem. <laughs> The problem with slavery, or at least the view of slavery, has been bastardized by those who have been overly, a- you know, overly condemning it. Because let's face it, slavery has occurred and existed in almost every culture throughout history. It's a bad thing, though. Yes, but it's slavery bad. is bad. But you, but you, but you are, you are a lazy storyteller. If that is at any point in your campaign setting. Why? Because it's lazy. How that's is it lazy? They, that's what they call it. You're lazy and racist for using it. How is it lazy? I, they don't explain it to you. They're just telling you you're lazy and racist. Yeah, that's, that, There's no he's argument. Making the bl- he's making no, the blame. I, I, I the get blank. it. He's using their argument. Right. And I'm just simply asking if he had any idea. But they How won't explain it, it to you because they'll block you because now you're lazy and racist. I'm lazy and racist for asking a question in regards to how is it lazy and racist. Right. right. Yeah. Welcome to the paradox. I'm the one actively seeking the question that you seem to have the answer to. But not you saying won't, to but you, you, but you won't, won't the answer. answer the, you yep. won't answer. Yep. You will simply block me. Yep. And the reason you can't use black people if you're a white person is because you don't understand their culture their struggles or anything like that. I don't know what you're but, talking about. I can read their culture and struggles in a but book. But hold on. Hold on a second. What if we play Oriental Adventures and the whole L5R setting, right? The whole L5R setting. And it's okay for me to run it because I have an obligation to make everything Asian or Asian culture, right? But now you're racist for playing in it. Okay. By when that definition. Playing, when you're playing in a raw setting that has a specific race of people in it by default... Unless you're forcing everybody to play a gaijin, they're going to have to play somebody, a, a, a member of that society regardless. Or but, unless but, you're saying... But this, is, and those, but this is how their argument flows. They, they don't take the nuance of the fucking game that they're playing. We're trying to get rid of this, but we can't 100% get rid of this. But, but Dark Sun is okay. 
Unless you're making the argument how that the fuck, only people of a specific color how the fuck can are you play gonna a defend, game like that. How the fuck are you going to defend Dark Sun and then tell me that you can't use like slavery in it? You can't use rape in it. Dude, That's the whole fucking Dark Sun setting. Dude, I was in a fucking campaign that was in the Underdark. Do you know how much fucking slavery was going on in that entire fucking campaign? Right. And, then, and then these same people... The will fucking drow by themselves have legions of fucking slaves. And then the, Are you going to throw the entirety of the Underdark's mythos out the window and the history that's been created that's just, just so you can feel better? That's just sure, the portion. why that's not? Just, that's then just the do portion. it in your own campaign. Don't affect the fucking greater story. The, the, why? They're, they're, because everyone else should be playing the same campaign as you if you're the fucking righteous that's just, that's just. But that's just a portion of the Underdark. That's not the whole Underdark. Only a portion the of Elithis, uses the the Dragers, the Drow, all of them have slaves, and then the three major races that are that and run mind control. Mind control is also an issue, by the way. That's the Illithid. Um or mind flayers, whatever you want to call them. God damn. Those are the with three this? antagonists, no, and then the primary fucking races that are running under dark. But did you hear his argument? Did you hear his argument? If he goes, don't affect the whole of the game, do it yourself. You know what their argument is? You want to do it, you homebrew it yourself. But there's going to be less and less tables for you because other people want it this way. Cool. I'm not looking for a general audience. In most cases, <laughs> I'm playing with my friends who I'm already aware of their proclivities and aware of their tolerances. So when I go into it, if I'm running it, I don't want to run a game ever again because I have bad taste in my mouth from the last fucking game I ran. But if I'm in a game, it's mostly likely going to be with my friends. If it isn't, I'm going to be as generic as humanly possible for two reasons. One, because I need to know the general uh, environment of the people I'm with and the different personalities that are going to be in the game. That's just common sense if you're going into a, a new situation. If your character is... If you're playing your character to the ideal ability that or ideal thought that your character is, you have no zero room... Zero room for character development, and the game becomes stale. Sure. Basically, what's going on is that they're sanitizing these role-playing games in a similar fashion to hospitals with food. Here's my response to that. Let them. Let them. Because what ends up happening is there's too much old, old data. There's too much old lore. There's too much old setting books. There are troves of fucking setting books in. If they make shit that doesn't sell, let it not sell. Because they don't have the effective, you know, hinge points for people to get to jump into those settings. Do it. Right. Let it all fall apart. Here's, and you can still run with the old mythoses in the new game settings. Because it's not like you can't... It, most of that shit's roleplay anyways. It's not right. like it has game mechanics in it. Until but they decide to ban it, and then you have no choice. But they but are changing. They are changing. They can everything. ban whatever the fuck they want, but they don't unless they're coming to my table and burning my shit. That's what I was about to say. Like, like unless you'll they're going you'll have to safeguarding style, your old shit, shit, like contraband. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It's not, it, it's it's weird because it's like they want to force everything down your throat. Sure. But at the same time, you're like some of it makes sense. Some of it is progressing whatever story from the original. Like, yeah, you want to change things. We are five editions out of out of the block now. But they literally forced change from the Romani in um, Curse of Strahd. In all new printings of Curse of Strahd, they changed how the Romani were portrayed because they were portrayed people of the Romani area in a poor light, quote unquote. They're well, fucking vampires. I know. 
They're See, vampires. What poor light are we are we putting fantasy creatures in? See, this is where I was going to go with because they the, were uh, based off of a certain group of people in the real world. So what this, gypsies? I guess. Okay. But the point the the, the point of these antagonistic characters gypsy vampires is that, that sounds really fun actually. Oh, we already have those. They're called Ravnos. That's in White Wolf. I'm talking <laughs> Curse of Strahd's D and D, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's. But it still sounds cool. Now I kind of want to play that. That's what fucking aggravates me. The thing it's is, it's like you keep writing these fucking blockades no, no, after you still, tell me how cool they are. They're still there. They just changed the wording on how they were portrayed in the original book by the story. Okay. And as a DM, can you reinsert those things that were taken out? Yeah. Why and not? What the fuck do I care? Let them have. Let let the fucking babies have their bo- their bottles. I because at the end of the day. I want to let everyone in on a little secret here. It's something very interesting that we'd like to tell you here at the roundtable. The people who advocate for these kind of changes seldom pay or buy any of the shit that they end up changing. Want to know why? Because they don't really give a shit. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. No, really. Like, they don't give a fuck. It's and been proven time and time again when somebody goes and makes ideological changes to a base IP, they never follow through and purchase it the in problem, any meaningful capacity. The problem is, they is don't, that they Wizards don't of the Coast, they, they take a shit on it and they leave. They shit where they eat. The problem no. is, is Wizards of the Coast no, they is don't. They shit where other people eat, which is worse. Exactly. That's what they do. And I don't They're, care. They were never, the moment that they were making the, crit- the, the critiques, they were no longer considering of buying it. They just want you to change it and then they'll walk away. Yeah. It, it, it's it's literally a it's literally scorched earth tactics. What's left is barely recognizable. But the problem is, is to do the damage that they want to much. do. They're not changing enough for it to matter to most people. One and two, there's too much old shit that people have access to. They can't effectively remove it at, to altogether. Here's, here's the worst part about the whole D and D thing. <clears throat> Yeah, she made she made her th- she was stealing art too. That's a whole another topic. Or, but here's here's the st- right right now we're just focusing on the D and D part of it. Here's the problem with the way D and D is working, and here's the problem with the new generation is that they assume because Gygax had some views that were now not PC. They were they were like Christian conservative views, right? So, I thought he was kind of uh, semi-libertarian too, wasn't he? Whatever it was. Yeah. But what At they're saying point, is that that's all far right to what most they, people. What they're yes. saying is that everybody back then who created the game was transphobic. The whole Ernie Gygax thing, right? But they now they're saying that D&D was built by white men for white men, which is not true at all. They were marketing to everybody, women, children, everybody back in the day. It was not made specifically for white men. And that's this is the disconnect that's happening now is that now you have the old people that are agreeing with what they're doing is okay, but are also being attacked because they were part of that generation of white people for white people, which is not the case. So now they're fighting back and these and the other people have not acknowledged that that's not how the game was designed. It wasn't designed that way. It doesn't matter. They've already made up. But then you have you have Tolkien. You have here's here's what blows my fucking mind is the whole harry potter jk rowling thing she said some transphobic shit you're calling her a turf you you hate her stuff but yet you're still fucking buying harry potter stuff and supporting her of course 
because in uh, because there are several reasons why you could argue why they do it. Hypocrisy the, is one of them, the major one. Well, yeah. The other is separating the art from the artist. Something that they never advocate for anybody else. It they pick and choose when that applies, well, and of that's the problem. I have, I have people rationaling H.P. Lovecraft to me. Yeah. They'll they'll separate H.P. Lovecraft's art. From him, okay. Even though the art is clearly part of his views of how when he was around, yes. Okay. Well, yeah, because his view is an aberrant view for a reason, and that's why. Again, when it's you have a modern lens on things that were made in the past, it's always going to be t tinged by the modern proclivities in place. Mm -hmm. So when Lovecraft stuff comes through, and a lot of the stuff about his personal beliefs start to bleed out, people start making those parallels. That's what happens. But if you're not willing to go the extra length and view it effectively from the same era that it was created, or worse, or, or better, it's a period piece. Why are you even, why do you care what happens with this? Don't worry mm -hmm. about Cthulhu. Don't worry about Lovecraft's writings. Throw it aside. If, you, if you're so concerned that, you were, that, that, what his, that his stuff has permeated everything that he's created because everyone puts their self into their creations gonna one hit, part or another. We're going to hit the stage of equilibrium. You wanna, okay. Not, not equilibrium, like equal. We're going to hit the stage of the movie equal, Equilibrium where they burned all the books and the art. Yep, I could see that. The reason, they go, the, the reason why they'll still go for shit like Harry Potter is that they still love the works. They still absolutely love the works. They just hate the people behind it, and they refuse to give up the works regardless. So they end up they end up supporting it in the end while still bashing the creators for it. Sure, it gives them it gives them it, they get to have it both ways. They get their cake and eat it too. Yeah, and that's by my, that that's by my that problem metric, with, fuck that. That's my problem with the Star Wars people. Oh my god, don't even get me fucking started. I'm just saying that's my problem with the Star Wars people are just as bad. Well, we fucking hate the thing, but you're still buying Star Wars merchandise. You're still watching Star Wars shows. You're still buying movies and posters. And I will everything. counter. You are funding Disney. Uh, first of all, everyone should hate Disney, regardless. I don't. If you want to talk about separating the artist from the art, anyway. With regards to Star Wars, this is coming from someone who liked the new trilogy because in a, in a vacuum. Mm -hmm. Because I am not invested in the extended universes that they've that have been created. So in and of themselves, they're just popcorn flicks to me. I gain nothing of substance from it because unless it's this old Star Wars Decipher card game, I don't give a fuck about it. Right. I have what I like about it because I'm allowed within the context of the fandom to pick and choose what I enjoy about it. But the people who are angry, like the extended universe people who got left behind when Disney just said, fuck it, I'm, I'm in their camp. The people who enjoy the, the, uh, the new universe... That, they've, that Disney created? Good. Love it. Because at the end of the day, you are the ultimate arbiter of what you enjoy. And should be. At the, you should always be the person that actually makes the decisions about what you like. If you're letting someone else do it, you are losing out on your life. That's all I'm going to say to that. Alright, anyway. That, Sorry. <laughs> we got a little long-winded here. I think that... Yeah. I think we can call that. Yeah, no, we're going to have to call it. But uh, needless to say, Freckled Hobo fucked up. Then she tried to backpedal, and people are saying that a million followers is still not a small account, but half of her followers are probably only there to see her ass anyway. And okay. Yeah. 
And well, marketable. Market- does that make them literal followers by definition? Yeah, but sure. then, but then Ted. she said, but then she said, she said something like, "Well, I felt like I was being bullied, and I thought you guys were going to be on my side." No, fuck you. <laughs> we were all bullied. We don't. Well, we don't owe you shit. It's <laughs> all about that victim mentality. Yeah. No, she was trying to play that. And nobody was having it. So, that, which is kind of fun. It's actually commendable in that regard because it, I mean, she went for the she went for the the easy out, and they're like, "There's no easy outs here. Walk through the thorn bushes like you like you fucking brought." Them no, on people yourself. gave up. People already gave up on her. They, they were like saying well, she, she stole was, a bunch. She of was art. also legend killing. She was she was punching above her rank. Oh, yeah. She went after Critical Role, and there were a lot of people who were in her group who probably had a better stake in Critical Role than her. Yeah. It's like, really, you should have known better when you jumped into that. It's like, you have a million, but have you looked at their metrics? Mm-hmm. That shit's not little. No. I, wouldn't pu- I wouldn't go after them in that regard. I'll punch up. I don't care. A person who isn't a goddamn Don Quixote like you, who tilts at windmills... <laughs> Is gonna go and look at it and do a cost benefit analysis and go, nah, that ain't worth it. I'll fucking fight Mike Tyson if I have to. And I will. <laughs> and watch, I'm pretty sure. And I will be... watch him ventilate your fucking head. It'll be great. I'd still do it though. Yes. <laughs> I still, Holy but, shit, Jay! You just got your ass kicked by Mike Tyson. So Can funny. I have your autograph? Yeah, exactly. But you have you have hey, to do, you you have to sign do this copy of Punch first. Out for me before I die. You have to do something for me first before you get your before you get fucking perforated by Tyson. You have to deal with Logan Paul. Oh, no. That, that dude's getting an ass whooping in the streets. Good. <laughs> because I'm sick of seeing his fucking face on TV and him talking smack and, like, and like fucking showing at people like he's, a bigger, like he's a bigger dude than he is. No, he's not. <laughs> like, fight in a street fight one time and see how quickly you get your fucking head broken in. I mean, he's a collegiate wrestler, but I don't, I don't give a fuck. It's this. <sighs> he's a collegiate oh, wrestler. I can't stand this. This better than everybody bullshit. Like the people who think they're better than everybody. Quit believing your own fucking hype. Yeah. Stop that's it. Why, that's why I t- every time I tell you, I tell you guys off the air all the time. If I ever get to a point where I think I'm bigger than what we are, please kick me in the nuts. No, no. Because like that. Steel don't, first off, no. yeah. don't worry. Each of us will be getting a kick in the nuts eventually. Yeah. No. Life I don't does care. that for all of us. Don't worry about it. I don't care how big we get. If I ever fucking think I'm better than somebody because of the amount of people that are listening to me talk. In a microphone, for the love of God, someone just off me right then and there. <laughs> we'll, we'll be getting that steel chair ready for you. I know, right? Just get right in the fun bag. For real, though. Ugh. But yeah, I get it, dude. And and like and I like because again, I followed Freckle Hobo for a while, and three apology videos. Jesus Christ! First of all, fuck TikTok for making long form videos available on that goddamn platform. Because I get bitched at constantly because people get shadow banned because people end up liking and leaving rather than watching their videos. But when they're fucking three minutes long, I don't have that kind of time to invest in a goddamn app that saps my battery. I'll go 60 with you. seconds sometimes pushes it for me. No shit. I think they and, and, and the metric keeps changing. So the last time I was on there, they said you have to stay in for 10 seconds in the in the video before you like it before flipping off so that it doesn't affect the algorithm for that person. It's like. Do I have to do a goddamn like ritual dance? Do I have to, you know, put goat's blood on my nutsack? You knew what it was the gonna, fuck are you doing? You knew it was going to be a problem when they started well, giving tic- you It's TikTok though. They, but you offer your money to China, then they'll shut up. You, you know it was going to be a problem when they started offering you the metric system, like the insight system to see watch time on every video. Like, why does it matter? It's a fucking 15-second video. If somebody's not going to watch your shit for 15 seconds, like, what the fuck does it matter? It's China. They will watch you fucking poop if they have to. Anyway. That is a separate year. All right. 
Well, that's all we've got for you guys tonight. <laughs> oh, I'm sure we got more, but Hopefully I think at covered. this point, if we keep rambling, it's just going to get ridiculous. Yeah, we're we're we're, we're trying to get there, but um, what the fuck, I'm not even in the right group chat. Fuck, I'm not even in the right app. With that being said, ladies and gentlemen, we still have one, two, three, three topics. That's not bad, and two of them were mine anyway. So, three of them were mine. Yours don't actually. count. Yeah, the only one we really skipped was Blizzard, and you guys probably didn't want to hear it anyway. But anyway. You got lucky. Thanks for listening. This is our first in-person podcast, so I hope you guys enjoy it. And remember, no, 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 no. We're not going there yet. The Twitter, Angry Wargamer, Punk Toast, Ragnarok Knight, and our Facebook and YouTube, Angry Wargamer Podcast. And as always, stay sexy and go fuck yourself.